And this is the No Vaseline Podcast, the podcast that gives you the raw truth, even if it hurts. Live from the 205, it's me, Cool Guy P, and I got the gang back, minus one. But we found a replacement for him, and we got Antoine, we got Malcolm. Matthew is on uh, vacation? Vacation? Mini vacation. Tripping the lights, fantastic. Mini vacation. I ain't mad at him. But um, he's out of, you know, he's out of town. But on the phone, we got somebody special, very uh, knowledgeable on the uh, shit, just on knowledge. In general, this dude is, uh, I, you can call him a scholar. Um, you can call him, what, what's the word I'm looking for as far as like a, a like a, a, a great one with wisdom? Like man, I don't, man. Don't call me none of that. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I'll say this. If you know him from the Zoe What Morning Show, some may say this is uh, Forrest Whitaker's long lost son. Forrest oh, Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker's long lost son. If you see him, if you oh, see him, uh, you know. Uh, Ice Cube. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Ice Cube Jr. We But as you right. get here, I got my man, my OG, Kevin Berenger of the uh, Real Nagas. YouTube channel, like I've I've dug into this this guy's YouTube channel, and it's when when I see a rabbit hole, it's a fucking <laughs> rabbit hole. Yeah, I, I fuck with it. Like, and like I, I was I was telling him before we got started that um I uh, was watching is either the second or the third episode of his world uh, of his wordplay series. And okay, it's a mindfuck. Because it, he's, he's really showing you like how, like the the etymology of of you know our typical words that we use right. and what they really mean and how these words are used against you to enslave you is like yo, yeah. At, initially, this was too much for me, but it was like you know what? Let, let me. Let, this is stuff let me, me and Matt ben, ben trying to put you on. Yeah, I know, but fuck y'all. But anyway, <laughs> no, but um, man, like listening to listen to this dude, I've I've known him. Shoot, I've I met you what twenty fifteen, Kev? Yeah, it's been about four years. It was about four years. Met him on the Zowat show, and this dude, like I said, he would he would come in like he just came out the gym, and he would just drop drop knowledge and drop bombs and all that good stuff. So. For him to be on our show, man, I, I definitely appreciate you, big bro. Man, hey, man, welcome, it, welcome, man. welcome. Anytime I can pass information, brother. It's all, it's all good. Absolutely. So, but before we before we go on, before we dive in, like we got to do a rundown because you know he wasn't here last week, right? So, um, just get a little little catch up on what's been going on in in social media or just in current events in in society in general. We haven't been here in two weeks. Two weeks? Yeah. So I just wanted to address the elephant in the room, which is Antonio Brown. Just fuck it. Let's start it off with that. Right. Antonio. Oh, A.B.? Yeah. Fucking up my goddamn Raiders? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we're watching ESPN, and we just found out before we started that he just got signed with the Patriots? Yeah, one-year deal with the Patriots. Yeah, 10, 10 million, I think. Rich, now, get rich, get richer. I get yeah. that, but... Antonio Brown, Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Is this a recipe for disaster? 
Um, it, like, did the Patriots put themselves in a worse predicament than the Raiders? I mean, did? Gronk is going. Oh right? wait, the Patriots picked him up. Yeah, yeah, the Patriots picked him up. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. Oh, I don't damn. think so. <laughs> I hate Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> You said it's not going to be a problem? I don't. I think if any organization can handle them, it's the Patriots. Because they know, you know, they know, they know, they they, 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 know nonsense. Hey, man. I can dig it. What's up? Uh, What's his name? Uh, Bill Belichick ain't having it. Exactly. (laughs) Bill, that motherfucker ain't having it. That nigga's Aries. He can be like, nigga, you do this or get the fuck out. Right. So he'll be, he'll, (laughs) he'll be on time for meetings. He'll show up. He'll, he'll do what he got to do there. Up fly right, huh? I'm sure they put a, some type of clause in this contract that Damn, you know if yeah. he, if he, if he acts up or whatever, they'll void his whole. They could probably, <coughs> excuse me, void his whole contract and cut him. <laughs> but my thing is this. All right, so the numbers came out along with the news that you know he he did a one year five million, ten million. Oh, so, I'm sorry, a one year ten million dollar deal. Yeah. Now he was with the Raiders. And he just like chucked up yeah, 30, thirty guaranteed, mil. 30, thirty guaranteed, guaranteed. For, I, I mean, it might not be about reason. the money for him. No, and and somebody put it. I, <clears> I, I follow this this girl. She she's a correspondent for uh, Sixers Outsiders. Her name's Crystal Rich, but she she put up there that AB wants to be the LeBron of the NFL, where because I guess he's looking at how NBA players are getting treated. And you know they're they're getting the quote unquote respect that they deserve thanks to LeBron and him being a part of the CBA, right? Uh, no, everybody's a part of the oh, CBA. Everybody's part of the CBA, okay. yeah. But um, the Crystal Rich was saying that AB's trying to be LeBron of the NFL. How? How so? As far as trying to get that type of power where I, I, players and owners, there's there's a mutual respect. Absolutely, and, I, no, I, that, there's no way. There's no and, way. He, I'm sorry, right. Antonio Brown no, no just way. Antonio Brown's a selfish asshole. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, like it's because when you start digging into the reports of like how he treated teammates, mm-hmm. the way he treated coaches, and I'm not even talking about the argument he got with in with Mike Mayock, the GM, right. just like. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't care about that arguments. Argument, you say what you said, but just the way he come off to his team, like my, I don't like the way he treat his teammates. Mm. You know so what I'm saying? He's not a LeBron. He's no, more like a Latrell Sprewell. Well, he don't have the likability of LeBron. LeBron, right. first of all, let's, let's let's get let's get this straight. LeBron is whack, first off. But he don't Did have you say LeBron. He's whack. Yeah, yeah. LeBron's <laughs> whack, first off. But oh, he don't shit. have LeBron's likability as far as in front of the camera. So right. He, there's no true. way he can get the backing. Like LeBron has, right. LeBron has the the he has the game, but then he also has the likability in front of the camera, which you, that's the marriage that you have to have that's in facts. order for you to gain the billions. Motherfuckers hate your ass. Ain't and, nobody gonna want to do no bills deals with you. Like the, to me, that's <laughs> yeah, why. That's why. Nice. That's why to me, like hard knocks suck this year mm. because they put the camera on AB too much and he wasn't playing. Oh. He wasn't. He wasn't. Like you watch Hard Knocks because you want to see that that see behind that the scene like right. work the grind the, yeah. the practices and what goes into making the, the roster. Right. AB just chilling the whole time, just just making noise. I mean, like when you just look at what he was doing, not showing up to practices, leaving camp to file grievances for a helmet. 
Like, bro, you knew for a year now you was gonna have to change your helmet. Now, Everybody had to change their helmet. Right. But so hey, for, hey, listen up though. I, I, as a as an athlete, like, see, I box, man. I've been boxing for thirty seven years. Okay. And man, when when you have something that so everything everything that the the thing that separates somebody average or good from somebody great is confidence. Mm. And whatever and wherever you pull that confidence from, it doesn't matter. You have to have that confidence. So if, if if that confidence wavers at all, a little bit. So like his helmet, if he was watching Hard Knocks, he was talking about how the helmet, the new helmet, pressed up against the back of his head and and, and made him have a headache. And it was it was like made a knot in the back of his head. Mm. So he so he was like, man, you know, as I'm playing with this thing, you know, I, I feel all I feel is his head pressure in the back of my head. So that that affects you if you're trying to catch the ball. You got this head pressure constantly. Then that's gonna take away from your game. Okay, so I, I mean, I, I, focus. I, 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 exactly. I see where you're coming from, but it was 34 different helmet styles. So it doesn't matter. I, I mean, I understand. I got so one pair of gloves that fit me, <laughs> then I'm gonna go in the ring. I'm, I'm gonna, dude, he got remember he got niggas trying to kill him. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> what I'm what I'm trying to say is is 34 different helmet styles. I'm sure they could have found one that fits his head the right way. Number they two, <laughs> n- number two. Number two, he has a big he has a big enough of a profile now to where he could do it. He could he could have made himself some more money. He could have reached out to a private company and had them customize a helmet for him. That fit the guidelines that the NFL put forward. They can do that. Yes. No. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. He could have he could have did that. Yes, they they would. As long as the helmet was up, this the reason why he couldn't wear his old helmet because it wasn't up to standard of what the NFL they changed the standard of the helmet, so his helmet didn't meet the standard. If he had got a customized helmet that met the NFL standard, they could have wore the helmet. But that was his point, though. He was like the 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 way that the, the the standards that the NFL has implemented, they don't fit his head right. The only the old helmet that he had does. So with the, with the I mean, I'm, said, I, I, I I hear where you coming from, but I'm sure there are guys with bigger heads than AB that had to change the helmet also. But it, that, it doesn't Literally. mean it, doesn't it does matter. It, it, do, it does it does matter. The size of your head, it's about the shape of your head. Okay, there you there are guys with there, there are guys. You mean to tell me there aren't, there isn't guys on the offensive line that have a, a a weirder shaped head than Antonio Brown? It's not, but that doesn't that doesn't mean it does not, mean something. You can't you can't just dispel that saying. when dudes that's with bigger, wider heads. There are guys with bigger heads, saying. wider heads that are wearing a helmet. It's not about you're you're talking about one major shape. I'm talking about the phrenology of your head, meaning the contours of your head. I'm talking about that too. I'm talking about the same thing you're talking about. There are guys that have that have different curves and bumps and waves in their heads too. And he got dressed. Cut your. If you watch the new helmet, fucks that back of his head up. He has a bump. The way his head is shaped, it presses on the back of his head. Oh, so wow. the, the, the new regulation that it, it creates a bump in the back of his so head. So fifteen hundred. So what was it? Fifteen hundred NFL players. He's the only one who this is affecting to the point that he has to. He can't wear. He can't wear the new helmet. He's the only skill player where he do. He's at the top. of his All right. Level. So and however many skill players, players is, he's the only one. Player. He's the only one out of thirty-two NFL teams with however many skill players on each team. He's the only one who can't conform. Dude, you're, but you're not. You're not. You're not taking into consideration of who he is. No, I, I'm. He, I'm he, actually he, taking let, consideration let, let, of who let me, he is. Let me finish. Well, let me finish what I'm saying. He's. He can be. He can be considered in one of the top ten or top five, top ten receivers all time. That's no, not yet. Level. Not yet. Dude, dude, that's a different. That's a different level. At, at the type of talent he has. That's a different level. So if he, if his game is affected by the type of whatever it is, 
If his mm. game is affected by it, it's psychological, no matter what it is, even if he if it doesn't matter, it's just psychological. That affects his game and it affects his and, and affects his legend and his money. And you gotta understand that. You gotta take that into consideration. And the Patriots did, they were like, fuck it, we don't care. <laughs> so so when he lines up for the Patriots. Like, Yo, nigga, whatever you gotta do, nigga, get that shit, nigga. All right, so when he so when he lines <laughs> up for the Patriots, is his helmet gonna be up to NFL standards? Bill Belichick is gonna let the motherfucker do whatever. No, 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 no. It's not about Bill Belichick. It's about the NF. It's no, it's not. It's not about the because if that's the case, the Raiders would have let him wear his own helmet. So when he lines up for New England, will he have a helmet that's up to NFL standards? Yes or no? The Raiders didn't let the Raiders cut him because the nigga was cutting practice. No, no. See, no. Now, 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 no, 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 no. Now you're not listening to my point. The Raiders don't make the rules of the helmet. The NFL does. So you, when he lines up for New England, which is an NFL team, come next, not this week, but next week, will he have a helmet that is up to NFL standards? I guarantee you. I bet he won't. I guarantee you he'll have a helmet up to NFL standards. I bet he won't have one of them new helmets on. I, I, I bet he won't have one of them helmets no, I, I got cash at, bro, so I would love how much you want to bet because I got so, cash at. So you think, wait a minute, wait a minute, let's get this straight. You think oh, man, I, that this nigga went into like $10 million dollars for wearing a, wait, 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 wait. You think he went into $10 million for wearing a regulation helmet, then get $30 million guaranteed to wear a regulation helmet? But you're missing. And, and you try, and wait, wait, wait. And you said this nigga trying to be the LeBron James of the league? First of all, I Man, said none of, I said none of those things. I was, I, was all, I was all camera blowing my nose. I said none of those things. Who I'm Chris said so. Chris said he came across a post that said that. I said none of those. I said in fact he wasn't. What I'm telling you is the helmet was not an Oakland Raiders issue. It was an NFL guidelines issue. That means league wide. Tom Brady had to change his helmet. Aaron Rodgers had to change his helmet. Everybody has to have a helmet up to standards. Not just everybody on the Raiders. So what I'm telling, what I'm asking you is, before you lay this bet and lose your money, are you telling me <laughs> that when Antonio Brown steps on the field for the New England uh, Patriots, he will not have a helmet up to standard? Because you said this whole thing was no. about standards and his head and all that. No. So when now that he's no. in New England and Tom Brady just changed his helmet to fit the standards, are you telling me that they're going to let Antonio Brown not wear a helmet up to standard? So you're gonna ask the you gonna ask the question the third time. You gonna let me answer? I'll, I'll, I'll let you answer. All right, thanks. So the, the the league already told him that he can wear his own helmet if he can find his own helmet. They've already they've already approved his actual helmet. They so did. He, so what? So on, all right, my, all right. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. Go ahead. I apologize. Go ahead. All right, so when he steps off in the league, he's going to have a helmet that he's comfortable with. And I promise you, it ain't going to be the whack-ass helmet that they tried to make him wear that hurts his head. So That's now, what we're talking about. Okay, so now back to my original point. Like I said, he could have went to a company and got a helmet that was conformed up to NFL standards. But he didn't. That's what I said from the beginning. But you're, it's not you're, you're talking about NFL standards. The, the helmet that he was go they were going to let him wear is still not NFL standards. His, his actual helmet is still not NFL. So what is it? They were they were just so going what, to let so, him wear. So what is Can it? Can I finish? Can I finish? They were just going to let him wear it because he was making such a big stink about it. So he put out it. He put out this big thing and said, "Yo, can y'all find me my helmet? Can y'all find this same helmet?" Now I don't know if he found, but the Raiders was pissed at this nigga because he had fucking stayed off the field for so goddamn long. They was like, look, nigga, we paying your ass to be on the fucking field and you worried about a goddamn helmet. They didn't kick him off because of the helmet. They kicked the nigga off because the nigga wasn't practicing. He was fucking off the team. That's why they let that nigga go. Ex okay, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 
no one no one's this no one said that's no one said that's why he didn't get taken. I'm we 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 brought up one specific issue which that was, was the, helmet. the helmet. And I specifically said he could go to a company and get a helmet uh, custom custom customized to fit his head but it has to be up to nfl standards they set a the reason why they ch everybody's changing the helmets because they said the older helmets are not up to a up not up to a, a proper safety standard because you know they just had to pay two two billion out with the whole ctt the cte thing so they, yes. they made everybody change helmets to fit a certain new safety standard. AB wanted to wear his whole helmet, which he went and got his old Steelers helmet, spray painted the uh, silver and black, and got the Raiders decal put on because it was comfortable to him. So he didn't want to wear. He didn't want to wear. He said he didn't want to wear the new helmets because, like you said, the way they fit his head and all that, it, it was bothering him. I mean, leaving a lump on him. Okay, I'm with you right there, hundred percent. But what I what I said was, well, he could have went. Instead of filing two grievances and losing to the NFL to wear his old helmet, he could have went to another company and asked them to build him a helmet which fits the NFL standards but conforms to his head. I said that. I said that at the beginning. Like, we just went back and forth for 15 minutes for no reason because you just <laughs> came right back around and said not, the same thing no, I said. I'm, I'm not, no, I'm not saying what you're saying. What I'm saying, I'm not saying he can get a helmet built to the NFL standards. I'm saying the NFL has an actual helmet that they approve that's one way. The way that the, the design of that helmet hurts his head. What they said to him was, look, man, since you tripping so goddamn much about this helmet, we can, if you can find the exact same helmet, but brand new, not old, if you can find a brand new helmet, that's the same helmet as the one you've been wearing, we will let you wear that. Not something that you can make. That's it. something if you can find the helmet that you have been wearing for the last 10 years, but find it brand new, we will let you wear that helmet. That's what they told. Him. OK, so, so he's he's been wearing he's so been I wearing the shut helmet like cause whatever, he, the deal, whatever the deal with, with, with the helmet. I'm not saying that's why I'm, I'm whatever the thing was, was the the illusion was that that's why the Raiders let him go. I'm saying that's not why the Raiders let him go. The Raiders. My point is the Raiders didn't let him go because of helmet. They let the nigga go because he a punk ass bitch. It was, yeah, it, it, was, it, it was a culmination of things that let him go. They we, he wore he wore the shut helmet. He's not going to go out and he's not going to. I guarantee you, he won't wear a shut helmet come uh, next Sunday after this tomorrow. Now, for people he like me who don't found, know, he, he probably what, found a helmet like the like the NFL told him. He probably found his. So if helmet, if he find, if so let, let me just if he finds a helmet that the NFL approves, is that not up to NFL standards? It's not up to the NFL. It's so, not, but it's, they're approving the helmet. How, how, can they, how can they approve the helmet and it not be up to NFL standards? Because they're doing it just for him. No, nah, I don't see the NFL. No. Why would the NFL do it just for him? If, if they didn't do it for Tom Brady, why would they do it for him? Yeah, that, 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 that doesn't make sense. They did that. No, they didn't. He found the helmet that was. He found the helmet that met safety standards. That's what he did. Dude. It, it may not be the helmet that hurt his head, but he found the helmet that may, that may, he did not. He's not going to wear a helmet that's below the new guidelines for the safety helmet? standards. Did you even see that? Hard yeah, I seen it. The league, he, the league said that you can wear your actual helmet if you can find it brand new. Not elite, not not the helmet that's up to our standards. Your old helmet, if you can find it brand new. The helmet that's not up to standard that we've already said doesn't match our standards. So well, if it's brand new, is it, it so damn much? Go find a brand new helmet that matches that that that's like your helmet that we don't approve of, but we'll let you wear that shit anyway because you being a punk ass bitch and crying about it. That's what they said. 
All right, so so for the people for people like me who don't know, what what exactly is a shut helmet? You know, that's the old for the, for most people that grew up playing football. That's the that was the helmet most people most. I mean, everybody kind of wore for the most part. Everybody, shut is just a company. Everyone. Oh. Yep. Shut, okay. shut, it yeah. was, shut was the company that the NFL right. used to partner with right. to yeah, do like, their helmets. Right. It was, was Shut it and Bike. Bike, bike and shut. Yeah, was the, bike was and shut. Helmet. Yeah, was the bike main was the main helmet. helmet that most people wore, and that's the one yeah. he wore. He oh. wore the he wore the, the old yeah, the shut play, helmet. Yeah, if you played little league, you played bike. You played them bike or shut. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't play football. I was mainly basketball. So that that's why I had yeah. to ask because I'm like, uh, what the hell's a shut? I thought a shut helmet was the joint where they had the uh, the glass uh, visor. That's, that's what I him. That's I, just him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, that's just that's just me, nigga. I'm, I'm uh, nigga. Uh, Hilarious. <laughs> look at me shine. Yeah, look at me shine. Like, <laughs> I, I want I want to come back to 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 the helmet debate, but I just want to move on real quick and just talk about. Um, damn, I lost my point. All right, so the the Popeyes chicken craze is over. Thank God. Um, it ain't over. <laughs> it, it ain't over. I thought I thought they were nah, sold they, out. They but you think they ain't gonna get some more? <laughs> Not think, for a couple oh, wait, months. Think, my, all right, so you, listen, my, my my sister my sister is the plug on the chicken because she works at Chick Fil A. So, but anyway, she told me that um just because everybody kept buying them, they, they that they sold out quicker than expected, but they're not going to come back out for like another two months. So. And niggas is waiting. Niggas got they, niggas marked it on their calendar. Man, they they done, <laughs> this, they done posted up already with the tents outside of Popeyes and all that shit. Nigga, they chilling. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see that Boondocks episode where he talked about that? Where they yeah, like, where they man. That and the niggas was crying over the chicken in the in the street where they. <laughs> but, no, what what got me was people really fighting Popeyes employees. Like really. Just for some oh, goddamn that's right. chicken. That's right. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, so we're. I'm, I'm on. I just wanted you to see it. Oh, yeah, that's all right. Right. We're Zenith Shadow. Yeah. It's NFL season. Oh, that's not shut. I know. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just really like taken aback by this whole chicken craze because this, this is us feeding into the stereotype. You know what I'm saying? Of, of, in a big know, way, in a in a huge way, right? I'm I'm not surprised they didn't come out with a watermelon lemonade. That's probably coming next. I mean, seriously, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But um, shit, I don't even know what else is happening. Like, I just really want to get into this. <laughs> I don't even. I, I, I at this point, I really don't care what's going on in society. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's not doing me any. It's not serving any progression towards. My success. So, the stuff that I want I want us to talk about um, tonight is really, I really feel like it's it's key for all of us. It's 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 essential, you know what I mean. And that's just basically how can black people, or you know what, I, I'm going to take out the word black and replace it with Negro. Is that cool? Cool. Wait, I say that one more time. I'm I'm taking out the word black and I'm replacing it with Negro. <laughs> hey. Negro, oh hell, Negro. that's even worse. Well, <laughs> fuck it, you I'm not Negro. Negro, oh shit, my knees grow. <laughs> anyway, no, <laughs> but no, I, I just want to ask the question of how can us as Negroes, 
or black people or African-Americans, however you want to identify yourself, which we're going to dispel throughout this conversation. But how, how can we be free in America, meaning that we're not governed by America's laws or anything like that? And that's what I want to talk about, because a lot of us, we're, we're talking about reparations, this reparations, that. But just by off of how we identify each other completely disqualifies us from getting some kind of reparations you know so kev this is the the main reason why i brought you here because you are very knowledgeable on this and especially you know based off of the videos that i've i've watched and all all that you um explain because you you really dive deep into it but um basically if you can explain for us starting off how are we slaves at birth how are we blatantly say that that, that how, one I'm word saying, how, how are we slaves uh, at birth oh slaves. slaves slaves yes oh man <laughs> uh well the short term the short answer the long answer right. i mean so I, I break break it down for for dumb niggas well, there's, there's, you know, you're slave, you're mentally, you, there's, you know, mentally being slave, more mental slavery, and then there's, you know, physical, and then contract slavery, which is what most people are under, con- contract slavery. All right, so let's, let's, let's break, let's break down the contract slavery. So, you're, you're under contract slavery by all of the documents that, uh, create the person or the character who you are your birth certificate driver's license Mm -hmm. uh you know passports you know identification card all of those things social security so these things are contracts okay and so um but contracted to who contracted to the corporation known as the united states of america inc so most people think that you know the united states of america is a government and it's not it's a it's just a plain corporation just like wendy's or mcdonald's or you know fedex so you mean to tell me the usa is a franchise yeah you can look it up just you can go Mm -hmm. to the you can go to the delaware website Mm -hmm. uh uh, delaware corporation or the delaware actually the state of delaware okay state website okay go to go to the division of corporations section Mm -hmm. and then Type in uh, United States of America Inc., or you can put in its old file number, which is two nineteen thirty nine forty six. So, when we all right, so when when we um, we'll, I say when our parents sign our birth certificate after we're born, you know, we become a contractual slave to the business yes, of the United signed, States. Yes, they sign you over. They basically your your parent the birth certificate. A certificate. If you look up, if you look up, uh, you get a dictionary of banking terms. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is why I put out that series at a wordplay. Right. Because unless you know, you know, the uh, history and energy of the words that you're using, you don't. You have no idea. You know, what I'm saying mm. the, uh, you know, how they're tra- how they're entrapping you. So. Wow. Take certificate. Everybody thinks, oh, I just got a birth certificate. But when you look up the word certificate, what does that mean? Banking terms, a certificate is evidence of something owned. So mm. right off the bat, you having a birth certificate lets you know that you have an owner. But, you know, we don't we don't question that because we don't know enough 
being in the in the you know in the hospital to mm-hmm. question, well, what is this thing you got me signing called the birth certificate? No right. one really asked that damn question. Like, what? <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Why do I got to put, why, do, why Why is this? Why do I got to put my feet, my, my baby's finger, my, you know, and back when I was young, you know, your baby had to put their feet print on the birth certificate. Yeah. I don't know if they, they still do that shit now, but that's, you know what I'm saying? That's really like capturing the product, capturing the property. Wow. <clears throat> and so, um, you know, through these and through this, birth, you know, these uh, this birth certificate, you're signed over to this corporation known as the United States of America, and um, they use you as as um, as capital or as um, basically as capital for their debt, because the the America the, the United States of America, the corporation, went into debt, you know, a certain time back, and, right? Um, and because they're in debt, they had to put up something as collateral for their debt. Not capital. That's what I meant. The word collateral. So mm-hmm. basically, you're the collateral for the debt. So I was um watching your video, and you mentioned a term called social social insurance. Can you can you break that down? Because I feel like that's on the lines of you know, as far as us being being in debt to our debtors or whatever in this country, you you, you brought up this term social insurance. Yeah, that was the social security card. Wow. So before <clears throat> before the social security card, like if you go back, look up in history, um, you know, there was a time when you didn't need that. Mm-hmm. All of this stuff was created, you know, after um, you had um, the bankrupt, the bankrupt of America. So there was a uh, stock market America crash in 1929, if I'm not mistaken. Right. That was mm. the second time. Second time. So that right. Was, that was the second time. Uh, America went bankrupt the first time in the 1800s, and so that's that, that's when they disbanded in the Civil War. So that so that was that that's what my documentary, uh, Slavery: A State of Things, yeah. okay. about. So you know, talks about so the first time they went bankrupt was during the 1800s Civil War, and they disbanded the government. That was the actual real government. That was the last time the actual real government. Wow. Isn't that where they uh, drew up a new, then they drew up another constitution or something like that? A second one or something? Right. Well, so what happened was when they, when they broke apart, they, they left without something called, they left with something called Senadia, which means without day. Okay. And in law, when you leave Senadia, when you break up a a meeting Senadia without uh, setting a date to reconvene, that means you're disbanded forever. Wow. So that meant that government was gone. When they reconvened the government, they did it under military rule. Now, now you're now you're under a military government, right? Which is why, um, <clears throat> excuse me, which is why they were able to implement the Fourteenth Amendment. They did it under military rule, military occupation, because 10, 11 states didn't eleven states didn't want to sign uh, the Constitution to Fourteenth to Fourteenth Amendment, but because the the, the government uh, was a corporation now and they were under military rule. They took. They basically took ten of those states hostage under military rule and made them sign the Fourteenth Amendment, and um, and that's basically how melanated people became second class citizens in their corporation. But it didn't make you a second class citizen. It made you uh, an asset of this of that corporation known as the United States of America Inc. Oh my God! So you you brought up um, explain debt slavery as well. Uh, debt slavery is just that. If mm. you know what I'm saying, if, if if you owe me something, then you got to do what I say. It's it's, it's like it's basically the, it's the loan shark. 
That's oh, what shit. debt slavery okay. is. Okay. <laughs> debt slavery is, is a loan shark. Nigga, go borrow some money from a nigga named Gooch. <laughs> see what you got to see hilarious. if you don't pay your money back. See what he going to make you do. Man, shout out to Gooch the Great, by the way. All right, so there's this contract, slavery, debt slavery, and there was another one. I, I forgot what you said. The, the other type of slavery. Um, so, so this, so you want to go back? Slavery exists has always existed. First off, right? It, was, it didn't start with just with us, time, right? It, mm-hmm. Well, it did start with us. It started with it started with melanated people. We the, we were the first two enslaved. Oh shit! And so, if you go back to our um, to our very first civilization, that's that's known, mm-hmm. or that they that they will say is our first civilization, Sumeria. Now they found something older called uh, Gobekli Tempe. <clears throat> they found that's about seven years, seven thousand years older than Sumeria. But mm-hmm. uh, if you go to if you go to Sumeria, uh, and you look at the oldest writings of the law, there's something called the Ur Namu. The Ur Namu. Yeah, Ur Namu. That's the U R, and then Namu N A M U or N A M M U. Okay. And that's Ur Namu, and that's one. That's the very first coded law that we've deciphered, and that mm-hmm. was in Sumeria. And they had they they uncoded about forty of those laws. If you look in there, a lot of those laws have to deal with slavery. You need to treat your slavery like this. If your slave escapes, do this. If you, do, I mean, so we was. All, we so was this all is like about, the slavery bible in a sense. Yeah, well, not the slavery bible. It's it's the law really, but it just has certain laws of how to deal with your slave. If wow. you had, you know if you had a slave, this is how you dealt with it. Mm-hmm. And so it just shows early on slavery was just an integral part of our system our society now it grew to something crazier you know it wasn't it wasn't necessarily the the, the violent slavery that it became to be mm-hmm. or that it came to be but um you know we always had that people you know sometimes slavery was voluntary so debt slavery just going back to debt slavery um so say i borrowed money from you and, and, and some of it was like more like a loan shark but say i borrowed money from you i couldn't pay you back then i became your servant in order till I paid uh, off the debt. Right, okay. So that's, you know, and, and a lot of it was voluntary. So they would go make that deal beforehand. They would say, okay, uh, well, my family's starving. Uh, can you give me, you know, 10,000 shillings? Mm-hmm. And I'll, you know, and I'll fucking work for you for a year. You know, I'll, I'll be your land slave or your serf for a year. Which usually turned out to be way more than a year. But, <laughs> oh, shit. you know, they, right, right. oh, yeah. Oh, no one! No one ever worked off the exact term. It always they always got time added on. Cause they so, what, what what did the uh, the debtors do? Uh, add interest rates, <laughs> in some in some way, shape, or form. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, not necessarily interest rate, just stipulations with it. So you know, mm. at that point, you become a an, an indentured servant, right? When you're a debt mm. servant, a debt servant, another term is indentured servant, indentured you're a contract servant. slave. So the word indenture comes from. Uh, uh, the contract. So when you would fold the contract, it would have the you know when you fold a piece of paper. You see that little indent inside the paper when you unfold it. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's why it's called indentured servant because you would fold the contract and there's an indent in the contract in the paper. God so damn. indentured servants were, uh, oh. um, you know, they were slaves, but inside the contract, if you if you did this. They could add on a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. If you didn't do this, they could add on a certain amount. Of, you know what I'm saying? And so most of the time, you know, you would fall upon those those defaults, and okay. you would get time added on. So say most most indentured servant contracts were about seven years, but uh, most servants 
served out about 15 to 20. <laughs> like, Damn. <laughs> yeah. If, and, and forever, really. Most, actually, most of them died as, as, as slaves. They didn't, you know, you had a few who served out their, their servitude, but actually most of them died within certain in, in your servitude. <clears throat> No, I was just getting ready to act before he went into indentured servitude. I was getting ready to say, is this something similar to indentured servitude? And then he went right right into it anyway. So he kind of took my question. Okay, cool. All right. So um, moving on, like, and I I, kind of started the the topic with this about like um, why we shouldn't call ourselves black or African-American and all of that. If, well, shoot, I'm open to everybody and as as well as Kev, but like, can y'all break down? why we shouldn't call ourselves or why we as melanated people shouldn't call ourselves black or african-american anybody anybody want to jump in on it it, it don't matter well i mean what well, is say, i didn't hear your question bro say, say the question oh, i was time. saying the, the question is like why shouldn't we as as melanated people call ourselves or identify ourselves as black or african-american and the answer i was going uh jump in then after answer why you can jump in Kev. well no nah, i was just gonna say because it's not uh, it's basically it's, it's it's a dead status mm-hmm. really not physically dead but it, it has no it has no nationality behind it mm-hmm. you know black you know like we talked about before black is just a color mm-hmm. but also it's a social status within america that's why you know black and white those are mm-hmm. two social statuses and then african-american that's what I tied to it, like nationality. There's right. no nationality behind African, because African is not a country. It's a, right. it's, it's, it's a, a continent. Country. Right. So, you know, Nigerian is different. You know what I'm saying? So we think just because you know we will come from Africa, claiming it and just as African it gives us uh, status, but it doesn't. Right. Okay, Kev, you want to add on? Uh, uh yeah. Uh. Well, there's there's well there's many reasons that you shouldn't call yourself a crayon color. Hilarious. <laughs> it's, it's an illusion. First of all, color is an illusion. Mm-hmm. So in science, any anything the color that you see in an object means that the color is not there. That means that that object is only reflecting that color. So mm. when you identify with yourself being a color, it's it's literally it's literally an illusion. <laughs> you you are not literally science will tell you that the color that you appear to be means the co- that color is not in the object it's only reflecting that color out of the light spectrum wow. so again the only reason that we we looked as colors we re- is because we we uh reflect ultraviolet rays so the darker you are the darker or the what they call you know black uh purple black yeah you've know, you seen them <laughs> that that's the brothers who reflect the most uv uv light so that's that's the reason right there scientifically why you shouldn't call yourself uh, a color but the word black doesn't mean dark the word black etymologically means pale or yellow because it, it comes from the word blake or bleak or bleach mm. that's why you know and yeah, so yeah. like there there are many words in different cultures uh, you know in different languages that mean white that start with b you know like brianco and blanco blanco, blanco uh, yeah yeah Blanco and Brianco, and see these are terms, Latin terms that mean white. I thought it just so, meant blank. No, huh? I thought it no, meant it blank. Because uh, like, Blanco I thought, is, I believe right, white in French is blanche. Point. It means white. Oh, okay. Yeah, I believe white in French and, is blanche. Uh, blanche. Okay. Blanche. Yeah, I believe. I'm, and, I'm not um, certain. And so you know, with that, and that's and so that's just outside of the law. 
mm-hmm. you know. But in within the law, if you look up the term, you look up the term color. So they 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 equate the word or black to being a color. Right. So in in law, if you look at the and everyone should get you a Black's Law Dictionary fourth edition. Mm-hmm. It's like it should be your manual. You know that you that you have. Okay. But in if you look up color, in there it states that uh, uh, color means the semblance without the actual substance. The so semblance means, without the actual substance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Meaning, uh, you look like you look like you look like this thing, but you're not actually it. So, like, I'll give you. I'm gonna look up color right now. I'll give you the actual definition. Okay. Of color. Colors. 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 I am a nightmare walking. <laughs> Here we are. We are on the show. Um. All right. So color. So color. The mm-hmm. at, here it is. In appearance. Color and appearance. Semblance or simulacrum, as distinguished from that which is real. An apparent right. A deceptive appearance, a plausible assumption, or assumed exterior. The lack of reality, or concealing the lack of reality. Meaning, when you say you're black in the law, you're telling the law that you're not real. Wow. And, Legally. And this, this definition <laughs> is coming from the Black's Law Dictionary, am I correct? Yeah, this is Black's, okay. Law, this is Black's Law Dictionary. The reason I, right, the, right the reason I had to clarify that is because you uh, may have people who are listening and they're going to go on Google. And it's like, hey... Man, this this nigga talking some bullshit. They, they, they ain't on Google, so that's why I had to clear it up. So, oh right, well any you well you gotta Google color in any law dictionary. It'll tell you what color means. But the Black's Law Fourth Edition gives you much a deeper breakdown okay. of what the word of how the uh, of how the word goes throughout mm-hmm. the law legal system. Word. But so now if you if so now you know, and then when you look up the word black, <clears throat> when you look up the word black, uh, in um. In the dictionary, there's no there's no term for the word black man. Wow. So, they, so now when now the, within here it'll say it'll state that uh, under the word color, the word also means the dark color of the skin, of showing the presence of Negro blood. Right. Then you look up the word Negro, and Negro mean it says Negro means a black man. Then you try to look up the word black man. There's no definition for the word black man. Wow, so in by so, definition that means it, <laughs> nothing, <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. by definition. Okay. Did we lose him? Kev, you still there? Oh, it says reconnected. Shoot. Oh. Oh. I know, but uh, Kev and, dropping the knowledge, man. I'm just sitting here soaking it all up, man. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, again, um, for the for people who who want to know where we can where we can find them, um. He's on YouTube. His um, YouTube channel is called Real Nagas, R E E L N A G A S. And like I said, his his um, his Hello? YouTube. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You're back. Yeah. We we got disconnected. The signal here is crappy. So, but um, I'm, I was I was telling the to let me get it out. I was telling the audience about your YouTube channel and how, again, it's, it's literally a rabbit hole of information. And 
Sometimes the videos can get addictive because, like, I know for me, it's, it's becoming addictive because you, I'm learning new shit. You got to take it out your mind that it's a rabbit hole. You got to get that out your mind. I, I say it's a rabbit hole because it's deep. Not it's not, not saying it's, it's not that deep, bro. It's really not that deep. Can I finish my point, bro? I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just saying. God damn, I'm, I'm trying to get a brother some love. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to, uh, you know, give him his flowers <laughs> while he can Proceed, smell. my bad, proceed. Yeah. <laughs> right. No, the reason, like, again, the reason I say it's a rabbit hole because it's, it's deep with information. It's not just straight linear or anything like that. He's really breaking a lot of shit down. So, mm-hmm. um, can we still there? Yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, so when it comes to all of this, knowing that the term black or black man or um, even African-American means nothing. When it comes to filling out some type of application, when they ask for race of race or ethnicity, what should we check? That was going to be my next question. Kev? Well, you you can write to put your own box and put whatever you want. Right. See, okay, this no. is they, <laughs> see when you're filling out these papers, these are these are legally contracts. They're called their their uh, legal instruments. Okay. So this is why. So I have a you know this this push for everybody to learn the law. This know your rights movement because this is the end game for brothers. Really. And they know. Yeah. I mean, once they once you start learning the law and government, they don't have nothing else to do. They can't do it. That's where that's where everything lies is in law and government. And they know that it's hard for you to learn and they make it expect, you know, uh, uh, they purposely they make it hard for to learn so that they'll weed out the people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, or they who they call the undesirables. And that's mostly, you know, brothers who they know ain't going to go and do the extra research <laughs> and find, try to find out where your rights are. Wow. And then then they say, OK, if some of the brothers do get a little motivated and go learn their rights. Then we'll just change it up every three years, and we know y'all niggas is lazy. Y'all ain't gonna go look it up, you know. In another three years, y'all gonna think it's the same thing as it was three years ago. So no one, no one does the continued study. Damn. So you know, this is how this is how the law works. Now the law, they won't change, they won't move change the law. They'll move it around because they know that most brothers don't aren't diligent in their study. You know, they 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 they'll look up some shit one time and got the knowledge and when. When brothers think they got the knowledge, they run on with it. Nigga, look what I learned. Right, and, right. And you know, you you done known that for ten years. Nigga, that's, nigga, that knowledge is ten years old. Have you revisited that information to see if it's still the same? That it's still six? That is that is still viable? Most motherfuckers don't do that. Right. So they know they know that, and that's why they'll change the laws around. But the law is the end game. It is the very last uh, bastion mm-hmm. if when, for niggas to learn because when you learn that, they have nothing else. That's it. <laughs> that's why lawyers cost fifty. For the rich people to be able to get out of that only high-priced lawyers know how to go and find. This is why they get paid so much. Otherwise, you have to sit your ass down in the law library and through, and through law books and do your due diligence and, really and learn it yourself. In. Wow. Right, and dig in. But once you do, though, let me tell you, once you do, it's a whole new game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so... It's a whole yeah, so new world once you, learn, say, open, once you learn Open my eyes to that. Like, all right, so let's say us, us three here... We we learned the law, mm-hmm. you know. We got all the knowledge that we need. What will be the next move, or what's the new game that that we're about to get ourselves into? Unity. So mm. first of all, all of you. First of all, is learn. You got to learn the law. Everybody got to learn the law. That's not even everyone. Every kid when they before they leave the house, at the very minimum, should know the basic laws that govern your local your society. Okay. Like the you know the you know police encounter laws 
-hmm. what do I do when the police encounter, you know, when the police encounter? That's why I created the the constitutional rights card and the know your rights manual. And, and this is bait. Don't you have huh? a um, a stop? Was, was it cop stop guardian? Yeah. So we yeah we so we have we were creating this nonprofit for an app. Mm -hmm. And um, and we still had that going, but we were getting donations. We we were trying to get donations for it, but again, brothers, it's hard for get brothers to see something like that, the technology, until it's done. Right. So we were like, all right, we're just gonna we'll just we'll just raise the money ourselves and fund it ourselves, and once we make it, we'll show it to the we'll show it to the public, and then y'all people will be able to see how, you know, how it works. Mm -hmm. But um, so we still have that going, but we're just gonna do that ourselves instead of putting it out there to the public first. Okay. But. On the back end, just away from that, this is not this doesn't have anything to do with Cop Stop Guardians. I just because of uh, that that Netflix special that just came out, the When They See Us. Yeah. Okay. Everybody, y'all, everybody seen that? Yeah, I saw it. I didn't bother to see it. To be honest with you, I saw it. Right. I I, I agree. I haven't watched it. I didn't watch it. Right. But uh, I watched the actual video. I watched the actual. Uh, uh, interviews with the kids, so mm -hmm. you can. So you know, they showed that the, the, the Central Park Five, how they got railroaded. Basically, they all these cops came and snatched them, took them to jail, took them to the precinct, started asking them questions, and their parents were there. Right. The parents were the parents were there, uh, and they parent they started asking them questions, and then basically they were lead. They just led the kids into confessing, uh, you know, to the crime. So now, something they they didn't do, they confessed. Right. Something that wow. they didn't do. Right. So, again, I, I haven't seen, you know, watching that. I didn't want to watch the, 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 the documentary or the movie. Right. Because I've seen, you know, I followed the story. But if you watch the actual interviews, you can see the kids being led to the, I mean, the kids weren't even saying, like, they were, they were messing up. Like, in the interview, the, the person was saying, and you did this? And the kids were like, the kids were like, well, yeah, I did this. And then the, the, then the cop would come in and say, well, didn't you do this too? And then the kid would say, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Wow. <laughs> so the kid, so the kid was, trick. man, stayed. And so I'm like, oh, this is fucked up. And, you know, and the messed up part about this whole thing is that one of the kids, the kid who actually served the longest time in jail, Mm -hmm. he, he wasn't even, he, the, the cops didn't even come, and come to him, come for him when they picked up the kids. He was just with the homie. And he stayed like, so with him. He, yeah, right. So they were, they, when, they, when they saw it, they came to pick up one of the kids, and they saw him with him. And they were like, well, don't you want to come down to the precinct to give your kids, to give your friends some moral support? Don't you want to come down? He was like, all right, yeah, I'll come down. And when he went down, they found a way to pin the goddamn murder on him or the, the rape on him. Oh and he spends God. 14 years in jail. Now, the whole thing is none of these kids would have had to spend one day in jail if they known, if their parents had known, parents had known. just to shut the hell up, up. until a, until a lawyer got there. Right. That's it. Just basic law like that. I'm not gonna say nothing. The right to remain silent until a lawyer comes in, because mm. a lawyer would have been like, "No, you can't ask my court. You can't ask my client that. No, you can't ask my client that. He's underage. He can't answer that. No, don't answer this. Don't know that." And boom, they would have they would have went home that day. But uh, Ke Kev, real quick, uh, if I'm not mistaken, like. None of the kids were initially under arrest, right? And they didn't arrest them. They just took no. them. Right. They just <laughs> took them down. There and so the parents could have stopped the interview yes. and took their yes. kids home at any time. Yes. That wow. was the hardest part yes, to watch. Yes, yes, yes. It was like, if yes. mom, just say this is enough. We're going home. Yes. Are you charging my son? No. Okay, we're leaving. That's exactly. all they had to do. Exactly. Wow. Are, you, are we? Is my, son in, is, is my son under arrest? No. All right, we're leaving. Yep. Just see, simple law, just like that. Most people think the police 
know the law. Police right. officers know the law, and they don't. Most police yeah. officers actually do not nope, know. No, they the don't. Law. <laughs> and so they, but they, they'll, they'll trick you into thinking they do, mm -hmm. so that they can get you to confess everything. So when they do, when they go to court, they don't, they don't need to know the law. You would confess every goddamn thing. And and <laughs> cops, and yeah. the, the cops are legally allowed to lie to you. Exactly. They're allowed to lie to you. <laughs> oh shit! See now, I, I never knew that. Yes, they can legally. Yes. They can use deception right. in order to help convict you or charge you with a crime. Not only do they do, not only are they allowed, they will. They they do it most of the time. They do it all the time. That's why you see so many guys snitching on each other. Cop will come in and say, "Yo, your man just ratted on you. Said you did it. No, I didn't do it. He did it. Oh, he did, huh? Write write the statement down. Exactly. You know what that reminds me of? Remember the scene in State Property Two, where Beans and Nori they was locked up and they tried to have the I think it was like the DA tried to get them to go against each other and they didn't say shit, so they both ended up getting out. Okay, I got it. See, Damn. this is that's why you don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. <laughs> Look, that's why I do. The, the 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 main rule on the street: don't snitch. Yeah, <laughs> like, nigga, dude, just keep your mouth shut. Yep, dude, and, wow. they, and you and they they have nothing. You give them nothing to work with. They have to create the whole case against you. They don't. Most people don't know that. Yeah, the police. Have, the police have the burden of proof. Yep, right. So they have, they have to find out everything. Most of the time, which is never prevalent until you tell them. Until you tell them. <laughs> so this is this is why I'm That's saying why they so. Putting heat on motherfuckers like that. You know, right? You have to know the law, man. Before you before you leave the house, you need to learn basic law. If a police officer walks up to me, is he allowed to walk up to me and start talking to me? Most mm -hmm. people don't even know that. Nope. Now he's he is allowed yeah. to walk up and start talking to you if. He suspects you of a crime, an immediate a crime that has been committed immediately. Right. So, or you know what I'm saying, or you know, uh, uh, he suspects you have committed uh, 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 an infraction. It's mm -hmm. like you know, a certain infraction, a crime or an infraction. Those are two different things. Right. So, but all they can do though, this is the thing: when a police officer walks up to you, the only thing they're allowed to do, if they suspect you of a crime, because there's something called reasonable suspicion. And yeah. probable cause. Probable cause, mm -hmm. yeah. Right. So probable cause means they have to have some type of evidence, right, in order for them to proceed. Some type mm -hmm. of evidence that they've seen or that you, they've smelled physical evidence. You know, they smell mm -hmm. weed. They saw some. They saw you know uh, a sack of weed on your in your car. And it's something like that. The reasonable suspicion only means that they have to articulate some type of reason why they suspect you of a crime, and then. Um, if you don't, and at that point in time, when they when they ask you these questions, their only thing they're allowed to do is pat you down for weapons. Mm -hmm. That's it. You don't have to give them your ID, but you do have to give them a name. See, this is this now. Is does what, it have this, to be your real name? No, it just needs to be a name. No, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me let me let me say this. Mm -hmm. You can give them whatever. Is 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 is. I would advise you give them your real name now. Right. You can give him whatever name you want. <laughs> I would okay. advise you give him your real name because if some shit went down, you know what I'm saying, you got to come back behind that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, and that car that's karma that comes back on you because if you use somebody's name who's innocent, you know what I'm saying, and you put them in some shit, that's yeah. karma that's going to come back on you. Mm -hmm. This is true. But then after they ask, after they, after they, you've given them a name and after they've patted you, patted you down mm -hmm. for, for weapons and you're not the suspect, that day are you arresting me or am i free to go oh you're mm. not detaining me bam assalamu alaikum <laughs> <laughs> we out you turn and you be out it's, mm -hmm. it, it should last it should be just like that 
But most brothers are so scared when the popo walk up to them. It, the shit goes crazy from there. Oh, yeah. man, why you fucking with me? Nigga, see, y'all always fucking with niggas just because I'm black. Y'all fuck, boo, boo, boo. And then it, it goes crazy from there. From that point. That shit against you, too. Yeah. Right. From that, what was the, the Supreme Court has given police officers called uh, something called unquestioned command. So now when you go off the rails, that puts them, they keep driving. They, you know, they snap into to popo mode. And they're able to now they have they, they can legally calm you down because now you're going off the rail. Now now it becomes something greater than mm-hmm. reasonable suspicion. Now now the police has uh, unquestioned command of the stop control all of these things. You now, it just goes haywire because you just didn't know the minimal law of yo. Uh, you can only pat me down for weapons outside of my body. They can't mm-hmm. reach in your pockets. Most people don't know that either. They can't reach in your pocket. They can only. Search you, you for feel. bulges. Yeah, right. bulges in your pocket. That's it. They, if they feel paper and shit like that, they can't reach in your pocket and take paper. And then, again, what's your name? I don't, I don't have to show you an ID. That's, a lo- that's the law. I do not have to show you an ID. So, it, most, you know how many brothers would be alive today if they just knew that? Yeah. Right. <laughs> and that's why when they pat you down, if they feel something in your pocket, mm-hmm. they'll tell you, What's that in your pocket? Take it out and show me. Because they can't right. go in your pocket and sh- take exactly. it out. They'll say, yo, what's, exactly. what's that? Oh, that's your keys? Let me, let me see them. And then you get, you get in there tell you, let you go in your pocket and take the keys out. Wow. Exactly. So, learn, so when you ask me what's the end game for all of this, once enough of us know the law yeah. and then unify. See, we don't, it's not, first of all, most of us don't know the law at all. Right. And then unifying under that, that's, man, the last people to ever do that were the Black Panthers. Yeah, this is true. The black, the last people that black, most, the, what made the Black Panthers so ill was because they knew the law. They didn't. They weren't out here just mashing and like, yo, fuck, fuck you, cop. Why you fucking with me? Cause mm-hmm. I'm black and woo woo. They, uh, uh, Bobby Seals and and and, and Huey, Huey. Yeah. yeah, they studied the law. They were some scholars. They was college students. They I'm about to say they, they 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 had degrees, right? Right. Wow. So uh, when they, so when they when they were walking down the street with the guns all out and mm-hmm. they would say, you know, uh, shut up, pig. You can why are you messing with me, pig? Or you they they they, they can they knew the law. So. <laughs> they knew the law. They can legally do that. Wow. And you can't take my gun from me, pig. And so they were using the Second Amendment. Now, the fucked up thing from that is they sparked the NRA movement. Mm. See, Caucasians wasn't giving a shit about carrying guns. Right up to that point, then they saw niggas on the street legally being able to carry guns and using the Second Amendment. They were like, "Oh fuck this shit!" How about <laughs> they, it? They said, "Oh hell no!" That that created something called posse comitatus. And then say, the wait, posse wait, wait, wait! Com- you can't say that and just think that I understood that shit. Say that <laughs> one <Right>. more time. <laughs> that created a group called posse comitatus. Posse comitatus. Okay, yeah, that was in the seventies. So remember, Black Panthers in the in the sixties, right? You know, in the sixties, beginning in the seventies, when they started, when they started to get in, in infiltrated, infiltrated by COINTELPRO. COINTELPRO, right? That was a uh, you know uh, J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover's Hoover. his program to break up, you know, to, to his intelligence program. He would send mm-hmm. niggas in to spy and break up shit. Mm-hmm. And so he did. They they were sent in to break up the East Coast faction and the West Coast faction of the Black Panthers. Because they didn't have they didn't have much communication, so it was easy to tell stories and lies about what one was doing 
on the other coast and then have all that animosity build up. And uh, so once that once that died down, Posse Comitatus, though, when they saw the Black Panthers, what they Black Panthers were doing, they picked up the two, the, the Second Amendment thing and was like, oh, you know, we're sovereign. This is where the sovereign citizen movement started mm-hmm. is with them. They saw they were like, oh, shit, these nigga, niggers are able to walk around with guns. <laughs> and they was like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> then, we're able to, then we should be able to walk around with guns. Right. So they went, they went and got their guns, and then they started to really break down the Constitution and all that. See, niggas was reading the Second Amendment and shit, but they really started to break down the whole Constitution and was like, oh, we're sovereign, and, you know, the power of the government comes from us, and boom, boom, boom. And so that started, that kick-started that whole sovereign citizenship. Wow. <clears throat> from that point on. So, but if you understand, so the, they're, they're scared of you mm-hmm. learning the law and upsetting the system. And it's only by you learning the law and knowing the government that you will do that. <laughs> and the last people to do that, again, was the Black Panthers. And they were like, oh, we can never have another organization like that. So mm. uh, let's go in. And after the Black Panthers, what they did is they came and they gave you uh, Superfly. This is where, this is where super, yeah, black exploitation. Mm. Because they saw, the, they saw the unity that the Black Panthers had created from all of that. And they were like, oh, shit, these niggas got nervous energy cracking. And if we don't, if we don't give them some alternative shit, right. they'll go right back and create another Black Panther. So, all right, fuck it, give them Superfly, now, give them, uh, give them Sweetback, <laughs> real, real quick. And, uh-huh. and I need y'all to correct me if I'm wrong. Now, what about the push movement that we had here in Philly? Wasn't that type of, or not even that, or the, the push movement? Push movement, move, move movement. I always move. get, it, I always get it mixed up. But wasn't that something like a African family, like a I guess like a small Black Panther type of movement when it or unification when it came to our Black people. Yeah, I, yeah, I would um, say it was more in the lines of um, like, it, but it was deeper than just like they were like you know wanting to get back to living off the land more. Like they didn't, they they were trying to leave less of a carbon footprint as far as um, you know pollution and stuff like that go. Okay. And they was trying to get back to like. Um, you know the way we live when we were in Africa. Gotcha. Straight, straight, natural stuff. I never. What is it called? The move. The move. The move, move, move movement. movement. Um. They. Uh, 1985. 1985. They. Uh. The Philadelphia Police Department actually dropped a bomb on the house they were living in. On uh, Osage. Oh, on Osage. Yeah, yeah. On Osage. And I uh, only think only one person survived. Right. I believe so. Yeah. And now, now, granted, this is a house like that. The bomb was dropped on a, a row home on a city block, right? So it pretty much like wiped out that whole block. I, I forgot what number street, but it's <clears throat> something in Osage, in like the the, the North Philly area, I believe. No, it's West Philly. Damn, I'm I'm all mixed up. Fuck. But anyway, but see those movements. The reason with those movements is y'all ever heard the the that term real real gangsters move in silence yeah that's why those movements never work mm. activism is not what is not what is not where it is i'm <laughs> true you're that, never gonna move you're not gonna move shit on the surface that, that's where i get never, that's what i get from what he said the revolution never, won't be uh won't be televised, won't be televised like because yeah. it shouldn't be yeah you know right I mean? so really when it really go down you ain't gonna see shit you ain't gonna shit, see shit. Shit's just gonna be happening. Memphis and, Bleak and, said it best: the strong move quiet, the weak start riots. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to tell you, dude. It's, dude, uh, <laughs> you the, the the law is quiet. 
Yeah. You ain't gonna filing, filing paperwork don't ain't, ain't no ain't no loud noise when you had slicing paperwork across the goddamn desk. That, that's why <laughs> that's why they create distractions. They create something and yes. you know I mean get us all distracted and shit and they'll, they'll, yes. they'll just pass some shit right underneath everybody. Damn. Right. And be like, oh shit, when did they do that? Uh, just last it, it, week. Ex- exactly. Wow. They're moving in silence like a motherfucker every day. You ever see? Yo, you guys seen that that uh, that Netflix documentary, the fate, uh, the family? Yes. No. Yes. I, I, that's the I, shit. I, I keep man, scrolling. Yeah, that joint's crazy. It's good. Oh, that shit's crazy. <laughs> go watch. I'm surprised the they letting that shit come. Like they letting that I shit. I know. Come. Yo. Wow. Dude, it's all about the secret society, the Christian secret society that run Washington. And, and it's crazy oh, because I think my whole thing is with the secret societies. I believe they work with the cosmic. It's like some type of karma, whereas they they gotta show you what's going on in order to keep they, doing that right. shit. No, you're absolutely no, dude, 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 you're right on the money. So, dude, again, so this is what this is the this is why the Moors or melanated people are in the position we're in today. Mm. Because of because of the karma, right? Exactly. So, you, people don't even know history. We started slavery, right? We started slavery, <laughs> right? And you know we had slavery going on for many many motherfucking years. We we was we was smacking Caucasian people for thousands and thousands of years. Now, now, bro, uh huh. Uh, bro, yeah. I got I got a quick question because like one of my elders had told me this uh, about a couple of years ago, and it always stuck with me. And, and he told me that it was a, a point in time or in history or whatever that um every shade. Every color, like every shade of the color, they they ruled over the people. They had their time of rule. You know what I mean? This is the white folks' time. You know what I mean, is there any truth to that, or do you have you seen or, or read anything that that states something like that? Uh, well, <clears throat> well, this is the first time that they've had complete rule over the planet. Right. The the, the non melanators. However, they've had, you know, they've had, they or they've ruled major empires many times throughout history right now um not as many as we have right but um definitely the empire this is the thing how they were able to rule those empires was because they weren't separate from us they're our descendants exactly so we didn't separate we didn't look at them and be like oh well first at first they did (laughs) let me say this so kind of at first like when so like when the albinos were born in africa you know they not only because of ridicule, some of it was ridicule, but because of the sunlight, they had to migrate to the northern hemisphere because of that sun. Mm, right. The sun was hot on their ass. You know, right. then they get they get trapped by the ice age, uh, by the Wormian ice age. <clears throat> then when that when that dies down, they can they come back into you know Africa. So, but from those point from those points, you know, then they started meeting. They started to to intertwine. So you, now you had those non-melanated is coming from coming from those colder regions now they're coming back into the african regions and they started to mix and melt and mix in mm-hmm. with all those people from those regions right right <clears throat> so um at, at at major points in times we didn't distinguish between skin tone that's some new shit right that that, that so we we were wait, all about wait, huh like six thousand years ago well even before, yeah. so, sooner than but six out there yeah. white folks are only six thousand years old wow yeah they, a lot yeah, of people they, don't they, even they're, know they're, that. they're it's brand crazy new. to me like yeah, they're brand new. <laughs> them motherfuckers yeah. are new. Like we they didn't exist the, we, at yeah. all. Yeah. We're here. We were running the planet thousands of years before they existed. So when they wow. show you stuff on history about people being here ten thousand, it's like the Vikings or like the um, it's a couple other people they they talk about and they were like, oh, they they were white. Like bro, they white people weren't even here, bro. Wow. So yeah. Like well, you Vikings gotta think. You gotta. We were, right. Well, the Vikings, yeah. Black. 
Well, no, think no, of no, what they Vikings, are. Vikings, no. Vikings were like oh, those were okay. some of the first white folks. Oh, okay, I got you. Well, well if you think of what that what it is, it's a genetic recessive. It's a uh, you know genetic recessive gene. So in in nature, that never lasts long. That's not. It's not like it only happens with humans. It happens in in yep. the, in the speak, animal world as nature. well. Right. Right. It always happens everywhere. But in the animal kingdom, what happens is they either get sucked back in to the in, into the into the uh, fold by. Uh, you know, re remating with with uh, the, the, the more melanated species, yeah, the dominant mm-hmm. melanated, more melanated species of that of that spe- of that species, um, or they get killed. <laughs> the, yeah, the, the dominant, the dominant, mel- you know, the dominant, more melanated motherfuckers will say, "What the fuck is that?" And they'll kill. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, so well, uh, well, uh, real quick, because oh, um, uh, white white fertility rates have been on a decrease. I was going to ask. So, yeah. are are we living in a time? Where white people are an endangered species. Yes. Yeah, yeah. bro, it's been yes. like that. Yes. They're they're they've already, they've already, Holy they've already, shit. they've already did the did the science. They have around three hundred years left. For this, the fact, is a, this why they killing us? For the fact that they showed you years ago that they show you like years from now, like they're gonna be like all like light skinned folks. The fact yeah. that they show you showing you that they've been new. You know what I mean, what's going well, on? There, there's a Caucasian dude. Like, there's a lot of them. They're going around to different uh, universities doing lectures on. Because the the whole thing just came out, there were more Caucasian deaths than births. You're right. Than the wow. last couple of years. Right. In the, the last few so years. That just killed itself. That um, that supposedly killed itself. Oh um, you know what he was about to he, what he was trying Epstein. to do in Mexico? Yeah, Epstein. You know what he was trying to do okay. in Mexico? He was trying to repopulate like the use his sperm and repopulate the yeah you know I mean the, the white, white people yeah, in yeah. Mexico. Yes. Oh my. Oh God. shit. I ain't know that. Dude. Yeah, they gotta look that up. <laughs> like, he was trying to do that shit. That's crazy. But like, see, they, they, in the, you know, the, I sell this book called The Great Book of Melanin Research. Mm. And, um, you know, that's from this, this uh, conference that they hold every three years on melanin. They're called the International yep. Federation of Pigment Cell Society. I heard about that. You know, they hold this conference every three years and they come together and break down the discoveries of melanin. So in there, there's a melanin pyramid. Right. And so they talk about, so on the melanin is mammals and, you know, birds and moving mm-hmm. and it moves all the way up. Then it has, it has man, right? And so it has mammal, then it has pheomelanin, and then it has melanin, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're trying to say at the pyramid, at, on the pyramid, towards the end of the pyramid, at the very top, the peak of the pyramid was melanated man. was <laughs> at the very top. <laughs> and that all these other non-melanated thing, forms would be dying out eventually. And the only thing that would be left at the top of the pyramid would be melanated man. So they know this. They, they, this, this, that, that discovery came out in the 60s. Yeah. So they've been, and also it was crazy. In the in the book, it, it, this is crazy. This is a quote from the book. They said, the reason for the civil rights movement was because black people's melanin was turned on. Mm-hmm. They yeah. said that. that. That fight the power <laughs> movement, the yeah. Afro, and that, that movement was strong. What, what, yeah. what they call it, the, like the Afrocentric? I forgot, well, I forgot what it was called. But or right. something like that. Man. Like, oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, go, ahead, well, go ahead, Kev. Well, no, so, um, uh, so being that, uh, in, oh, so the, the, the International Federation of Pigment Cell Societies, so again, they've been studying, they've been studying this stuff for the longest time. They know they've been dying out for, since the 60s, at mm-hmm. least, you know, so now what you see is them called, doing something called tying into the vine. Okay. So now, that's why you'll see a lot of commercials and a lot of TV shows with yep. mixed race yep. couples Yeah, now, that's just crazy. All the man. time. All the time, you'll see it now. Now, they before the, it was, it was, it was little taboo. You could see it every now and then, 
right. on TV. Now you see that shit all the time because they're trying to put it into your head because they know, Caucasians know, without melanin, they're gone. They, they all, all these mass shooters. <laughs> they, they gone without the melanin. <laughs> So, I mean, you got, know what I'm saying? That's, uh, that, that's that aspect of it. Mixed you know dish is coming out. Right. Mixed, yeah, but we just looking at the commercial for it. Yeah. The commercial for mixed dish. I mean, look <laughs> at, look at, look at that. Look, just look across like the, your, 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 your celebrities, your top celebrities right now. All fair skin, yep. quote unquote. Drake, yep. Colin Kaepernick. Yep. Uh, Halle Berry. Uh, Holly Berry. <laughs> uh, ben Simmons. Lonzo Ball. Yeah. It's like the people that just pop out in your, in your head. Cardi B. But she's. Well, she's. I mean, yeah. But, I, we, but that. She's she Puerto Rican, though, right? Yeah. Rican, right, yeah. Puerto 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 Dominican. Yeah, Dominican. Dominican. Oh, tomato, tomato. tomato. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. Yeah, they the same. Yeah, same motherfucker. Uh, Yahari. What's the, the girl that plays on? Yahari Yashidi that plays on Blackish. Oh, she's mixed. Yeah, her dad's her dad's black and mom's white. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that either, but speaking of the name, <laughs> I thought she was a hundred percent. Nah, nope, nope, nope. Damn. Wow. But, but see, you now you see that it, this is what's going on. That tying into the vine, they tying into the vine. They have mm. to do that because they're dying out. So, you know, when you talk about, you know, when they were saying, when you were saying that they they told because of their karma, they understand that they have to tell because of their karma. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. They learned from our mistake. Yeah, we, we did. We held on to the knowledge. Yeah, we, you know, we were the masters of the knowledge, and we was like, "Oh, we ain't gonna tell these Caucasian motherfuckers because, you know, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, for many reasons, we didn't tell. We didn't tell, you know, the you know the gen, uh, genetically recessive descendant. We didn't. We didn't give him all the knowledge. Right. We didn't give it to him. <laughs> and that's why then that's why the, that's why they put it in story form that's yeah. why they put it in the movies they put it in right. the tv shows right they put exactly. it in story form so it's like all right we're going to tell you the truth but we're going to tell you in a fictional storytelling sense so, so you, you don't catch on. you don't catch on you don't grasp yeah. it and you don't you don't you just you you can't you don't it doesn't stick in your head concrete right. as somebody just coming to you telling you this is what's going on I mean, and they do it in such an ill fashion. They they got you thinking that this mythical, these two mythical creatures called the dragon and a phoenix, are just some legendary shit exactly. that was made up. And see, that, that that's what that's, you know, that's crazy to say that because that's what put me on to you. I remember that Dragonmore episode you did was oh, uh, and I was like, man, he's really really like I'm I'm going back and looking at movies. I'm like, wow, like they really put it in the movies. Wait, was that the one where they broke down like the no? It was uh they broke down like Dragon Slayer. Dragon Slayer, yeah, yeah, Joe Morgan Freeman. I produced that show. Uh, okay, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You was, yeah, that's right. You was behind the booth that day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Well, yeah, that they uh yeah, that dragon, the whole dragon thing and, and it's ill because if 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 most melanated people knew that this this super grand beast, the, the greatest beast in the world, the greatest mythological beast in the world, this dragon yeah. is you. <laughs> and think of niggas knew that. The power that that you know the, the empowerment that that would give them just the mindset they, that would create would right. change a lot it, of shit. Exactly, you know what I mean Here that's I the power in it. Being everybody proud wants to be a dragon. Born in the everybody want to be a dragon. Chinese New everyone. Year everybody want to be <laughs> right. And then the phoenix. The phoenix is the other one. Yep. You know that that you know what I'm saying it's a little less known or right. it has a little less known popularity than the dragon, but it's still a major legendary figure. You know figure, you know in mythology, and so. This is both of these creatures are you, and they had to create these mythological creatures in order to be able to tell the story through them about you. They're, they're, they're literally telling your story through these creatures. 
so that you don't know that they're talking about you. (laughs) (laughs) This is all like, would you call it a hiding in plain sight? Yes, hidden in plain sight. They do that with everything though. Like, did y'all check that? Y'all check that documentary I did. That that one, I, I, that's the one that's like four hours long, ain't it? No, nah, that's like 20 minutes. Is that on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I, saw, I must have saw something different. Yeah, it's, it's on. Yeah, it's it's I'm going to check it out tonight. But um, uh, the, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Kev. I'll, I'll let you finish this last point. I want to No, just, no the ones you're talking about four hours, those are those are God classes. Those are that's classes I just take. That's what it was. Yeah, those are God classes. Got you. Now, just, just getting back to you know what we was talking about in the, in the first part of the show as far as um, – like with this whole the whole contract slavery and all of that, and you, okay. you brought up the whole um, the whole thing with the birth certificate and the driver's license and how your name is spelled. So, right. my question is: In order to get this whole process going, of I, I would say, well, I didn't actually I didn't actually talk about the name spelling thing. That's um, and so I brought that up yeah. a couple couple shows back. Oh, okay, it, it still it still ties in. But my thing mm-hmm. is. Where do we go, or how do we get the process started of getting these types of documents changed so we're not, you know, under quote unquote contract to the to the U.S. government? Like, well, where do we go, and what do we do? Well, first, you need to again. That starts with understanding uh, government and law, mm-hmm. right? So, the very first thing is, who are you? Man, <laughs> right. Again, you know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck are? Like, when you when you first meet a nigga, you gotta let a nigga know who you are, right? Yeah. Like, yo, what's up? My, I'm Chris. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. As you say, hey, yo, what's up? I'm Kev. Right. You you identify who you are from the very beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's your status. In law, you have to do the same thing. Okay. You, you can't you can't allow the government to assume mm-hmm. who you are because the government will place you in whatever category that's best for the government right until you come and say yo i'm this and so what was what has happened is that the government has uh placed most melanated people or assumed that most melanated people are descendants of african slaves imported into this country and then this is the status that you have Mm. moving around this country now being that you have this status in their law, that places you in a lower class status than it does mm-hmm. them, mm-hmm. right? It places you in a second and third class citizenship under their under their established laws. Mm-hmm. Now, international law states that the indigenous people to any land have the higher law over that land, have the higher claim to that land. Okay. So, the reason they've made you they they've come in and they've classified you as African as African descendants of slaves mm-hmm. or descendants of African slaves is because you, uh, because of your, who you're who you actually are. Most people who think that they are descendants of African slaves are actually Aboriginal or indigenous to America. Right. And, and so that, that, I, I think, so I, mm-hmm. I, 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 I told you before, well, me, we mean you talked to, I have a cousin, who did our family heritage and family ancestry and found out that uh-huh. we're all, you know, we, we were already here. We, we didn't come from Africa. We were indigenous to uh, Pocomoke, Maryland. So we're, we're part up. of the Pocomoke <laughs> Indian Nation, quote unquote. That's what's so up. my thing, this is the reason why I was asking, like, I'm asking these questions because since I found this out, 
I want to be able to get get it legalized. You know what I'm saying? And possibly right. state my claim for some kind of uh, retribution, reparation, or whatever you call it. You see what I'm saying? But I wanted to uh, let you continue what you were saying. Well, um, first, well, uh, only abri- Well, let me so so. Let me get back to the status thing, and I'll, I'll answer your question yeah. right there. So, being that um, you know you are you're indigenous, you're actually indigenous to the land. It gives you a greater claim mm-hmm. to the land, which is why they had to make you think that you weren't mm, from right. this land. Because no matter what, that claim never goes out. If it's a two thousand years from now, the indigenous people still have claim to the land. Right. That's that's international law. So the only thing that they can do is make you think that it's not your land. Then you'll never come for it. Mm. So how do we do that? We call you African. We call you African-American. Absolutely. So now you're focused on a continent all the way across the goddamn uh, ocean, mm-hmm. and you're trying to get back there, never claiming what's really here, which right. is still which is of an equal or greater resource. And um, now, and so until you're able to do that, and so the, and the, basic, and the basic thing about status and this is internet this is internationally the basic thing about status is self-identification meaning hmm. you have to tell me who you are and when and whoever you tell me who you are i have to take that as true wow okay. that's what that's what that's what status is so and as long as you are being assumed as long as you're letting someone else assume that you're an african this and that all you, all of those laws and detriments of, that comes with that status fall on you. And now, until you remove that and say, "Look, nigga, I'm not African. I'm, you know, when what did you just say your nation was? Pokemon. Your, your Pokemon. Yeah. Then you come back and you let them know. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm not African American. I'm Pokemon. I'm reclaiming my status and my right to my land. Mm-hmm. You have to let them know. When you do that, that's when you, that's when you start to be a uh, back on the on the road to getting your shit back. Wow. <coughs> hey, you have you know. to. Um, yeah. So what you would need to do is, you would have to try to trace your family back as far as possible. So you need to find like your great great grandparents mm-hmm. and try to go back and really find your claim to the land. Try to find relatives who are actually here okay. already. So that's the difficult well, part. Well, well, well. Now. Again, the law makes uh, a, um, it makes way for that too. It makes or it makes um, it makes that part easier as well because it understands that throughout time, people get you know people mix and dis- and get disaggregate and spread out. So okay. it's harder. It's hard to find you know go back and find out who my ain't my you know where I'm from here. Great great you know you may had a you may have had a, a, a an ancestor who just got up and bounced. <laughs> true, right, true, right, true, true. You may never know what that nigga. You know what I'm saying? So, what they what they will say is, um, that's why it's called self identification. Yeah. So, however, you know, whatever work you've done, research you've done to trace your lineage back within your family, if you've got, if it, even if it's a story that you've gotten from an aunt or an uncle or a great aunt, or something like that, if they say, oh yeah, well, you know, our fam, our family was said that we were you know Cherokee or or whatever it was mm-hmm. then that's an that's an established that's an established uh fact within or not a fact but it's it's, it's something established uh, a claim within your family of what your ancestry is right now 
from that, you can make a self-identification determination off of that. And the burden of proof or disproof is on the government, not you. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So is, is called, there is there like an office that I have to go to or a website? Like, well, no, first, uh, no, no. It's uh, so again. Let me let me let me stay in the line. So okay. Again, there's something called presumption of law, right? Mm-hmm. So what that means in the law is, whatever I presume in the law, it will stand until you rebut it. And I'll give you an example. Uh, say me, me and Chris, we we're, we're neighbors, and um, he goes to court and he he sues me in court for <clears throat> I have a tree on my side of the on my side of the fence. Okay. And my tree has grown grown over the side of, over to his side of the fence and is dropping you know, leaves and fruit and all fucked up damage and all kind of shit. And it's fucking his shit up, right? Yeah, okay. So and and encumbered. He takes me to court and he files a, he files a claim against that. So he wants to file $10,000 for damages or whatever. Okay. Now, if, if once he files that claim against me in law, if I don't say anything, the, the law presumes that claim to be true. Right. Even if... There's no tree. He can he can actually go to court and there actually be no tree at all. He can just say there's a tree that that's dropping shit on his side of the lawn. And unless I go and I rebut that that claim in law, the law will assume that that claim is true and he wins. Wow. So meaning so that's called a rebuttable presumption, meaning I make a claim in law. And unless somebody rebuts that, then that claim stands as long as the law states that claim stands. So now go and go and take that back to self-identification. Right. Now, when you go to the law and you go back to the government, you say, look, I'm severing my contracts with you because I'm of the Cherokee Nation. I'm of the Lenape Nation. This mm. is my ancestry. They have to prove that you're not. <laughs> that wow. You don't have to prove that you are. They have to prove that you're not. Because hmm. you know why? You can actually be adopted into a nation. Yep. Nice. So okay. that... that you don't. That doesn't necessarily have to mean that that that's your ancestral nation. You can be adopted into a nation, just like uh, just like um, uh, Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson is an honorary Lakota. Wow. He's from the Lakota Nation. Okay. So this is why you know you are allowed to be whoever the fuck you want to be in life. You just need to state state the claim and then proceed along that damn uh, along that road. Like nigga, this is who I am, and this is what I'm doing. Like Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving claimed his his Aboriginal yep. uh, last year. His then. Aboriginal status. Australia, right? No. Yep. Or, no, we no. Native American. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. We, the, was whatever he, I think he was Sue. Was yeah, he Sue? Sue was Sue. Sue. Yeah. Oh, Sue. Okay. And he and he was saying he's learning. He he's watching YouTube and he's seeing a lot of this shit going around and he's picking up on this and he's researching and so all of this stuff is getting out there. Mm-hmm. Brothers are starting to understand and learn where they're from. Yeah. But most of you. Eight out of ten niggas are from here. This landmass. Yeah, <laughs> eight shit. out of ten real niggas shit. is from yeah. here. Yeah. Eight out of ten niggas, your ancestor, you're from here. And you just don't know it. Once you do, and you start to reclaim that. Now, once you do, there's a whole that's where contract law comes in. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, this is <laughs> see now you you you've done your history, you've done you know who you are, you know what your family lineage is, you understand all of that. Boom, you broke it down. Now I want all right, now. I want to claim my stats. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where the contract law come in because now you've been made a slave through contracts, through your agreeance or your acquiescence 
to mm-hmm. contract. Acquiescence means they say something, you don't say nothing back, and then the law says, all right, well, since you didn't say nothing, shit. That's it. <laughs> like, wow. Yeah, that's, okay. it. that's it. That's it. You said something, you didn't say nothing back. So, you know, all of these things have placed you under a, uh, under a slave status. Mm-hmm. Now you have to go back through and rip all these things apart. Say, all right, well, I'm just severing everything from the beginning. I'm not a part of your shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck, every, whatever, whatever's tied me to you from the beginning, which are these documents, these contractual documents, my, my driver's license, my, my you know, uh, my uh, social security card, mm-hmm. birth certificate. Once you sever all those things, now you're free of that corporation and you can claim whatever status you want. But until you do that, you can't claim that status. Go ahead, Antoine. Because so, isn't it true that you... You can drive without a driver's license. Is that true? Can you drive like? Can you travel without a driver's license? Now, (laughs) again, (laughs) again, there's a difference between traveling, traveling, and driving. Right. Right. So, you can travel without a driver's license. I would not advise it. Okay. And the reason that is is because police officers don't know the law. Right, so they'll just get so, you just off of whatever they right. feel. They don't know shit. So as long as you, when you, if you, all they know is when I pull somebody over, they're supposed to have something called a driving license. Right. And they don't know nothing outside that. So when you start talking, oh, I'm traveling and I'm not driving, I'm traveling and I don't have to have a driving license. Man, they ain't gonna hear none of that. Right. <laughs> they're not gonna hear one goddamn word of that. So wow. law, always understand the law is for the court. It's never for it's it's, it's never for outside of the court. Okay. Law is always for inside of the court, hmm. for people who understand the language. And so if you were to, you know what I'm saying, if you were to sever your contracts and all this and that, so, so say, take, let me give you an example. I've been severed from the system for about uh, since almost 20 years. Okay. Right? So I, I sent my paperwork in in 2001, 2002. And... From that, what I what I did was, I created a paperwork that allowed you to be in the system and out of the system at the same time, because most people were either sending their they were sending paperwork in saying, "Look, I don't want to be in the system no more. Fuck that. Like yeah. I'm I'm sever- I'm severing my contract. Ain't a part of y'all. I'm gonna go be a Moor or I'm gonna be a Muslim. Okay, or all right, whatever it is. Right. I'm just gonna be that and ain't a part of the, gov- the U.S. United States government. Now, the only problem with that is you live here. Right, <laughs> right. You live. You're, 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 you live now. Even though it may be your landmass technically, but really, actually, you're behind enemy lines. That you're not in control of anything. Right. So you have to take that into account. So mm. severing from a system, severing, severing yourself from a system that's that's in control only hurts you. It's like chopping off a leg. Why would you do that? Mm. So this is why you need to learn the law. You're you're allowed anything, and this is what the law states. Anything that you're made to do under duress is null and void. It's not legally binding. So now what that means is because this this corporation is forcing you because of you know, because of who they are. If you don't if you don't get a driver's license, you know what I'm saying, or you, or, uh, you know, uh, or whatever it is, any of their documents, you're liable to get your ass beat by a police officer. Mm-hmm. So that, so that's that's called threat, duress, and coercion. So. Now, once you get their once you get their documents under threat, duress, and coercion, that makes everything null and void. You're not obligated under that law. So I can have the documents, so I don't get my ass beat by the police officer. Okay. So when he pulled me over, 
he can see me out. Yeah, I got a driver's license, nigga. Whatever, boop, 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 boop. Mark all that down, whatever. Bam, and I'm out. But if some shit were to go down, I'm not obligated by these documents like I would have been had I not severed my contracts from or, or, or alerted the corporation that we're, we're, we're not doing business anymore. So mm. that's, the, that's, the, that's the beauty of knowing the law or the way I, that I do it. Okay. You can have one foot in and you can have one foot out. Most people are do, either doing in or out. Okay. And I don't believe that's not, that's not the way nature is, not, not the way the universe is. It's always about a balance. Mm. <laughs> right, right. So, Excuse me. yeah. So, all right. I'm, I'm, I got to approach this in the, for lack of a better term, typical nigger stance. When it comes, <laughs> when it, when it comes to, you know, stating your claim and having one foot in and one foot out the system, mm-hmm. can me severing ties with, you know, this corporation, could that actually free up my credit score? <laughs> <laughs> you hilarious. I'm hilarious, but I'm you're actually you're serious because this is this is what I want to know. Like, well, knowing the law right. would help you see this oh, yeah. type. And see again, what you would be learning is contract law. Everybody should learn contract law because that's right. the thing that binds you all. Right. You're all bound by your signature. That's why the, your signature is the most important thing you own. That's why you have to sign everything. Mm-hmm. Everything, no matter what, ticket. You got to sign ticket. You got to sign <laughs> everything. You have. They have to get your signature because your signature is the most important property you own because it's consent. Yeah. It's your. It, it's your expression of consent. So, learning the law, you know, what I'm saying, learning the law alleviates so much that's done because of you. Uh, uh, they're taking advantage of your lack of knowledge of contract or law. Uh, yeah. So I'll give you an example. Like the the the, the credit company, the credit card companies, bureaus, right? right. TRW and Equifax. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All of these are private companies, right? Right. They're private companies. These are private corporations. These not these are not government corporations. Mm-hmm. So being that they're private corporations, they don't. You haven't given them the right to have your your private information, have you? I didn't no. give I didn't give them niggas the right to have my private information. Yeah, sure <laughs> did, did you do but it? they got it. No, no you, they got it, right? They have it because you know why they have it? Because you acquiesced and didn't tell them to t- and, and didn't tell them they should they couldn't have it. Now, okay, <laughs> okay, so with that being said, before we go in before we get into something like all right, whether it's before I I, I going to college or, or trying to get a car, or trying to get a house, and I've never used my credit before. What should we do to make sure that these private companies don't get our information? Well, if they do have your information, you are supposed to send everything. Again, everything is about uh, consent and mm-hmm. awareness. This is why, again, your signature is so important because right. you have to have knowledge of what I'm doing and then you consent to it. And then that makes everything legally binding. Right. Mm-hmm. So. The, the the law of tacit consent or acquiescence comes into play when you're dealing with uh, these credit card companies. They have your information because you've had you haven't told them that they're not allowed to have your information. And the way you do that is you have to send them a letter. You have to send them notice mm. that they're not allowed to have your information, and you give them a certain time to wipe to wipe to to wipe the their database clean of your information, or you're going to sue. And bam, 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 bam. In this case, then once you send them that letter, 
most of the time they'll they'll wipe your information away because they don't want to be involved in a lawsuit. They know they're not allowed to have your information without without permission. And if you tell them that, and if you come and you and you have a documented letter that you sent to them that you've told them that they had to wipe away your personal information, they have to do that. Oh, oh okay. And, now, and, I'm and, and, and it's funny. Well, let me let me tell you where I learned Good. this from. My homeboy, my homeboy's dad. He used to work for this company. This this uh this dude started a company where that's where they that's what they used to do. He used to wipe away people's credit information. And the dude who started the company was an ex judge. And so he was like, Oh shit, let me take all this damn legal information I know and go start making a gang of money with it. Right. So he started a credit he started a company where he was alleviating that. people's credit. Right. So like uh, he pretty much like a, a credit repair person. Right. But uh, was sort of like that, but what he was doing, he was just sending in Cease and desist letters, like nigga, take this <laughs> take this information off your shit. <laughs> That's all, right. all he was doing. So wait a minute. He was making a gang of money. So what <laughs> if? All right, what if you like? Um, so I'm trying to think of an example for this question I had. So say you agree to pay something, and somewhere in the contract it says if you if you don't pay, your information may be sent to collections. Is that giving the collections people if your consent to have your your information? Yep, unless you sign that contract all rights reserved. Okay. Now that's what you that's what every anything you sign, anything you put your name on, you should be signing all rights reserved right next to it. Everything, no matter what it is. All rights reserved. actually actually write all rights reserved next to the signature? If it's a food receipt, <laughs> you gotta sign your name. Oh. You put all rights reserved next to your signature. What? Okay, okay. <laughs> because <laughs> with that because yeah, right, right, now, right. Yeah. I'm sorry, now what you now what you're doing in law now what you've told the law is so there, there's something called when you sign your name they're signing your name is called in form and in substance right so meaning when you sign your name without putting all rights reserved that's called substance that means you agree to whatever's in this contract wholeheartedly i don't get to change nothing <laughs> that's what that's what you're saying when you don't sign your when you don't reserve your rights. Okay. When you reserve your rights in a contract, that's called only signing signing in form. Meaning, all right, I'm gonna sign I'm gonna sign this damn motherfucker. But if in case you put some bullshit in here that I don't know about and I don't agree about, or you or if I want to change some shit later because 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 it it, it it becomes some fuckery, then I I'm reserving my right to do that. Now mm. now. Again, if you going back to your question, you said if you sign a document that says, you know, we will we will give your information over to such and such uh, organization. Now, if you sign your rights all right, if you sign that contract all rights reserved, now you can go back and tell them to remove your information. Okay. Wait. Okay. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm getting very excited. <laughs> now, now, my my next question is: Let's uh -huh. say we did sign something. With you know, without the all rights reserving, we we all have right. Can mm -hmm. we actually go back with a cease and desist letter to that company or to to the um uh, to the to like to the credit companies? Can we like still send them a, a cease and desist letter? Now it depends on how they got your information. Did they get your information because you signed a contract with someone else that allowed that 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 business? To, to funnel your information to the credit bureau. That's not usually how it. That's not usually how it does. Okay. I mean, it, it, they have they have they have deals with the company. It has nothing to do with you. 
Mm. Your acquiesce or your 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 lack of signing your lack of signing all rights reserved just allows them to do whatever they want with your information. It, it, it's not necessarily that they have a stipulation within the document that says we can send your information to them. It's just that because you haven't reserved your rights or you didn't tell them not to do it, they can just do whatever the fuck they want with your information. Right. And they and they send it there. Now, if they do do that, again, all you have to do is send the co- send the company a cease and desist letter. Like, look, nigga, take my information now. I didn't give it to you. Right. Unless you, unless you can show that I specifically gave you this information and to hold on your uh, to hold on your database, you have to you have to remove this information within 30 days. Otherwise, you know, uh, I will, you know, in, a legal action will be instituted against your company for such and such amount. Blah blah blah. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. My, this is my one last question in regards to this, and I feel like this is probably the biggest <laughs> elephant in the fucking room. I'm about to say, if, if you if you ask the question I'm thinking of, then cool. But if not, I got one too. Okay. <laughs> Student loans. Oh shit! See exactly. <laughs> so now, when I went to school, my student uh-huh. loans were through Sally Mae. Now they were what? It, they it, were was, what? it was through Sally Mae. That was the company. Okay. okay. Sally Mae went out of business and then all of my information and loan shit got transferred to another company called Navient. Now I think uh-huh. it's with another company. So is there anything I can do with that to get that shit wiped off my fucking credit? Well, did you sign a contract? Did you sign an actual loan document? I don't remember. I probably had. Okay, you signed that actual loan document. Now, this is the thing. I'm listening. I'm, I'm, I'm all ears. <laughs> yeah, I'm perked up. <laughs> My ears are perked up. I should say yeah. I'm not actually perked up. Yeah. This is why. This is what man. This is why so many people need to learn the law. There are so many loopholes like me in, in shit. Uh huh. Now, there you have you. You understand, you're dealing with, there's two types of law. There's karmic law, and then there's mundane physical law. And you have to have both, you have to keep both into account when you're dealing with things, mm-hmm. right? So when you're trying to get out of something physically, you have to ask yourself, am I karmically bound to it? So, like, you know. Karmically bound. Please explain that briefly if you can. Meaning, did I, you know, no matter if you knew what you were doing or not, did I promise to do this? at this time and if you did if there was a promise to that you would do something at this time that you gave wholeheartedly you're karmically bound to do it mm. okay you can't, you can't come back later and be like you know what i'm good i don't want to do that like hey, what right right <laughs> right right <laughs> you know nothing works like that so That's it's, it's kind of like you you're, you're keeping your word you, exactly you give your word you keep it okay i got you, you. give your word you got to keep your word otherwise right. you know there's there's karmic backlash from that so now my student loans, I think I suffered all the karma, all the bad karma. No, 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 look, now now wait. Now that's there's that. Right. But then you also have to deal with the actual who you're dealing with. You're dealing with a banking system, mm-hmm. a fraudulent, fucked up banking system. Right. That there is no real money in existence. They're only passing around debt. So did they actually loan you money or did they pass did they give you debt? They so gave this me is the, 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 no there cash. you go. See now here here's the loopholes in the karma. See? <laughs> this right. is why you gotta be a lawyer. <laughs> right. So so 
you know, at some point, you know, looking at it on the surface, it would say karmically you have to do what you have to do. But then looking on the on the you know on the deep end, you would say, all right, well, these banks aren't really real. They you know they don't actually the the Constitution states that real actual money should be uh, gold and silver. Mm-hmm. They don't they haven't given me any gold or silver. They've only they're only passing around debt. Um, they're not you know what I'm saying then they're subsidiary. These banks are subsidiary mm-hmm. of the corporation known as the Federal, Federal Reserve, Reserve yeah. the private banking corporation known as the Federal Reserve. Then you have to say, do I have a do I have a, a, a contract with the Federal Reserve to pay the Federal Reserve off? Well, if I don't have a contract with them, see, then it falls all the way back to that. Mm. You know, you have to go all the way back to the beginning of what you're dealing with. So, in answering your question, I would say. Once you fully know the law, there there are ways to get out of it by severing your main contract with the United States of America and mm-hmm. the Federal Reserve. That alleviates all of that debt. That's it because it's not because or that alleviate because it's not really they didn't give you anything of value, of, of actual value. All they did was pass on debt to you. Yeah, because this bachelor's degree I got in shit. <laughs> but um, See, I ain't even talking about the degree. I ain't even talking about the degree. Even, right. even though the, the 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 you know the debt that they passed on allowed you to learn whatever you needed to learn. Yeah, it still they still didn't give you something of what was legally termed actual value, like so a tangible asset. You, a tangible asset. So the fact that you have to pay that tangible asset back is null and void if you understand how to sever that contract. It's mm. the same thing as getting getting a house loan. Right. So there are people who are able to to uh, wipe away their their uh, their mortgages because the bank doesn't actually give you actual money for the house. They just <laughs> so say, yeah, they, the money's yes, through. You can go and right. move in. So there's something there's something in law there's something in law uh, when you sign a contract. It's called um, 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 it's not acceptance for value. Um, uh, it's called I, f- I forgot the actual name but when you sign something or when it's like so when you in contracting when you make someone an offer the offeree the person who's accepting the offer has mm-hmm. the power of contract right okay so so it's basically called offerer and offeree right in mm-hmm. contracting the offeree the one who the one who's accepting gets the offer he has the power of contract so what, what a bank will do in the contract of your mortgage contract, they will stipulate it some type of way that you're the offerer and the bank is the offeree, which mm. gives them the power in contract. <laughs> you understand that you're you're the one offering the deal, this deal to the bank and the bank is accepting your yep. offer. That's exactly how and it works. And that's why they have the that's why they have the power of contract. Not that the bank is offering you a loan and you're accepting the loan. That's right. not how it goes. The bank, you're they were <laughs> in their terminology. You're offering the bank a deal, and the bank is saying, "All right, well, all right, I accept your deal." Now, another Jedi mind trick. Wow. Right, a Jedi mind trick. Now, there are they giving you something of value, tangible, actual value, in for that? No, in constitutionally. Right. Now, remember, they, if, in order for you to, you can't give me some digits in a computer, nigga, mm-hmm. and that be legal, and that be constitutionally legal, you know, legally binding as 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 wow. you know, uh, as legal tender. Legal tender in the Constitution is gold and silver. Right. So unless you give me that, I can wipe away your mortgage because you didn't give me something of actual tangible value. There are people doing that shit every day. Oh. But 
<laughs> My stomach's bubbling. Oh shit! <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people came and digest this information, so they don't even even go out and even try to. Nah, right. But this real is, shit. It, I'm gonna have to after I finish bouncing this audio. I'm gonna have to listen to this show probably about two or three times. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because it, it, I'm gonna make sure I got all my my T's crossed and my mm-hmm. I's dotted. Cause yeah. But I'm the sorry, law is going. The law is the law again is the very last bastion of hope for niggas because mm. it is how they run everything. Yep. Yeah. If, if you, if, if, man, if you, you know what I'm saying? If you in a, if you in a, uh, you know, in a, in a house that's being run by some crazy ass, you know, slave system, mm-hmm. you have to understand how the system work in order for you to subvert the system. There's no way you can <laughs> subvert the system if you don't know how it's run. That's how Caucasians got power. They cuddled up next to niggas, and the niggas gave them the information, and then they were able to take over the power. They were able to take over. Yeah, they didn't come and jack the information. They cuddled up to some niggas, and the niggas said, oh, here, take this, learn this, look at this, check this out. Oh, go do this. Go there. Go there. We, we done fell like, victim to pillow talk. <laughs> Well, no, 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 no. no. I got a it wasn't. Too. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Now, remember, remember the Phoenix Moor and the Dragon Moor thing. Oh yeah. The, the the Dragon Moor was the nigga smacking up everybody and mm-hmm. just you know holding information and like, yo, we're the we're the gods of the unit, we're the gods of the planet, and you know <laughs> everybody that come after us, you know, y'all niggas owe us. Yeah. That's one. That's one type of Dragon Moor. That nigga was real. <laughs> that nigga was real than a motherfucker. He right, didn't play. Right. Then you had something called the Golden Dragon. The Golden Dragon was also uh, a very, uh, uh, um, I don't say warlike. He would, he was aggressive. Mm-hmm. That's the same for a black. He was, a, you know, he was an aggressive person. So the, the difference, the reason they called dragons dragons was because a dragon person would, uh, was he was not scared to fight you. <laughs> for a back of a better term, it was motherfucking like, look. Hey, nigga, I smack shit out of you right now. You don't if you don't start acting right. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that was a dragon more. Now it was some the dark, the dark dragon, the evil, the one who was considered the evil dragon. He would hit you first and mm-hmm. ask questions later. The golden dragon, he would try to negotiate with you first, and then if the negotiations didn't go right, he would smack you after that. <laughs> the phoenix more, the phoenix person mm-hmm. was one who would. Uh, he was the scholar. He would. They were the philosophers, the scholars. They were they were the ones who understood nature and philosophy and karma and mm-hmm. things of that nature and would try to work with you. They were they were the much more diplomatic people. Right. And they they were the ones who worked with the Caucasian people and gave them the information because mm-hmm. they saw what the evil niggas was doing. And they were like, man, y'all niggas are creating such karmic backlash on all of us. Right. That shit. We have to now we have to kind of we, we kind of have to quell some of this karmic energy. And how do we do that? We have to start giving giving off giving away some oh, of this information. And you peep is you peep the cycle, how they did. Huh? What, I said you. Peep, I don't know. I'm saying saying to Chris, like, do you peep the cycle? What's going on? How it happened with black folks? How it's coming around and it's happening with white folks now? Oh, as far yes. as like leaking information out, and you right. really need yep. people on that side. The same happened over and over again, bro. Wow. Yep. You know I mean? It's the exact same thing, and uh, you know the, your secret societies were set up for this reason. You, yep. the Moors <laughs> set up set up masonry in order to that's, educate them on how to work properly with it. the sciences. That's all masonry is about. And then when you talk about the Caucasians ruling the planet, the, I was about to get at 
the Caucasians ran Egypt for 300 years. Yep. yep. Wow. They were, they're, they're called the Mamluk dynasty. Go look up the Mamluk dynasty. Yeah. Uh, spell, spell it for me. Huh? Spell it for me. Mamluk di- dynasty? Mamluk. Mamluk. Did, so M-A-M-L-U-K. Mamluk. Or L-U-K-E. And that's what I like. And, I'm so- oh, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, they were slaves. They were a slave class. They were the slaves that the Moors. So when we would, when we'd snatch up Christians, mm-hmm. you know, Christian boys and, you know, the women for our harems, we would make we would train the Christian kids, put them in our put them in our armies. And they were actually they were the ones who actually did most of the fighting and raiding and shit. Wow. <laughs> like we would say that was that's why that's another reason why they hate niggas, because we would t- snatch them up, kidnap yep. them, put them in our armies and then make them kill, go kill their own people. So that was that was some fuckery. But the Mamluks at some point in time in Egypt, they became the ruling dynasty. Mm-hmm. They ruled Egypt for three hundred fucking years. Yeah, yeah. A lot, <laughs> like, of pe- a lot of people don't know that. Like, I, I remember I was going back and forth with somebody about that. And it was I'm like, no, there was no white rulers in Egypt. I'm like, bro, like, there was a white Cleopatra. <laughs> yep, yeah, yep. I mean, if you want to be, if you were looking at history, look at a history book truthfully, or what you uh, do your research with the open eye, open mind. Yeah, that's the shit. That's how it was. Like, I mean, wow. yeah, the Ptolemies. That's the time she was at the Ptolemy. Yeah, the Ptolemy dynasty. But there were seven. There were seven Cleopatra. There were seven different ones. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. But and so. Uh, but in Kemet, the, the Mamluk dynasty ruled. Uh, they ruled for a long time. So Mamluk means pale slave. That's why. So that, 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 isn't that like a slur to like, uh, I'm not sure, what, was it Italians or something? Or I'm not. What, the, that, a man, talking a man, you're talking about your Mamluk. 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 Your Mamluk. Your Mamluk. Yeah. Your Mamluk. Yeah. That is a, it's a, it's a derogatory term for a slave, nigga. Dumb slave. Wow. Because we, you. These were the people we were putting in our in our in our army. So think about this. So this is where the Sicilian thing comes yep. from. So I'm sure all of y'all all of y'all oh, seen yeah. uh, true true romance, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, everybody's seen true romance. Uh-huh. Uh, the more the Moors uh, were spawned by niggas. Right. So that's because the Moors ruled Sicily for close to 300 years. Right. And so anything. Uh, so what they had when they ruled Sicily, you know, and you get that ports around Sicily. The reason they were called dark ages and shit like that is because <laughs> when the Moors in the Mediterranean, they cut off all the ports. So no knowledge. And then you had most of the Caucasian uh, civil- civilizations more towards the inland. And we wouldn't let any information get into them niggas, right. <laughs> to them niggas. And so it, it, it brought about a dark age of knowledge where these niggas, could, they didn't know shit. They, was, they, was, they had chickens and cows and, and, and shit running around in, they, in the living room with them. <laughs> and, mm. and you know what I'm saying? They thought they thought bathing was was uh, a sin. Yeah, you my, know, it was crazy shit. And a small portion of the population knew how to read and write. Right. You know I mean, or so so imagine that. Yeah, you know I mean, how how high regard you had to be in order to do that shit. Exactly. God and so, damn. but you had, and so in that time, you had the Sicilians learning Moorish knowledge, though. Mm-hmm. See, and so this is why <clears throat> you know the ma- the mafia and all that shit. Those were Moors. That <laughs> yes. shit came from the Moors. Wow, shit. they learned all that shit from niggas. Why would they love that shit so much? <laughs> How about exactly, it? exactly. How about? <laughs> it? But on that note, uh, Kev, please tell everybody. I mean, we we've been talking about your your YouTube channel this whole damn show, but just to reiterate, tell them where they can find you, social media, your Patreon page, the whole nine. Give it to us. Yeah, for sure. So um, the website is realnuggets.com. If you want uh, any of the information that I offer, the melanin books, status classes, guide classes, any all that stuff, you can get, just click on the Naga Knowledge Shop. 
um, for uh, most a lot of the videos, most of the videos that I have out though. You can go to the uh, YouTube, my YouTube page, Real Naga's YouTube channel. Um, I have videos that I put out, but I also created a video classroom. So just uh, all the stuff that the information mm-hmm. that I that I that I talk about. There's thousands of videos that I've just uh, I've captured from YouTube and put in and put in different categories on my YouTube channel, so that you can just go and learn. It's a YouTube okay. classroom, video classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Patreon, you know, for these are videos that uh, documentaries that I put out that I don't put on YouTube. So you can go to patreon.com slash real noggers. And um, that's for the, the exclusive stuff that I put on there. Dope. Antoine, tell where they can find you, good brother. Oh, man, you know, you can find me where I be at on No Vaseline Podcast. Nah, me. Brother Malcolm. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, MGX, uh, POV. And also, if you're looking for um, a studio space to shoot photography, uh, oh, yeah. dance, um, pole dancing, yoga dancing, um, <laughs> networking, pole dancing, yeah, they got a pole, they got a, a pole in the studio. Um, oh, just uh, reach out to Arnav, uh, thirty eight zero eight at two six seven 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 zero. Zero one four two. Shout out to the homie Justin Iverson, yes, ISO Vision Pictures. Uh, that's that's his get down, right? Yes, it is. Black owned, black owned event space, yo. We 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 try to do some things out here in Philly, but it's all good. <laughs> y'all doing um, this? What's up? Hey I man, wanna, I would live. Philly is my second favorite city. I would live in Philly if y'all niggas wasn't so goddamn cold in the winter time. <laughs> yeah, man, it's freezing it's like, out there. It's man. It's, 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 it's depressive. <laughs> In the winter and it's depressive in the summertime, bro. Oh my god, man! Like it's it's horrible. <laughs> like damn. the best seasons out here is fall and spring. That's it. But y'all got some of the coolest people though in the world out here. Hey man, <laughs> l- listen, we 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 wear authenticity as a badge of honor. Yes, man, that's what's up. I love that yeah, shit, man. man. Y'all Again, all aboriginals out there. Y'all know that, right? Yeah, that's that's why the, oh, yeah. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very special place. That's right. It's a very that's special place. Hey, man, it's so much. If y'all want to, you know, if y'all want to holler at me, man, just, you know, y'all can get at me uh, off the air for y'all want my personal number. So y'all can holler at me, text me, we can get up, you know, we can get on. Not call, we call it building, building in the, in the, in the, the knowledge world. So Absolutely. y'all want to build. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Appreciate and, that. And, yo, next next year, man, we, we gotta get you, Zoe, Corey, and Brother Reza out here for a Dune Day. Oh, that'd be crazy. What's that? So What's a, a, Dune, Day? a Dune Day is a um is a festival here in Philly where it's just it's it's a um a day where we celebrate everybody that is black. Negro, Aboriginal, whatever you want, Indigenous, whatever you want okay. to call it. Mel- it's, it's it's the day of melanin. It's a big that's cultural. Oh, that's what's up. And it's hey, all, oh, all hey, you booths, know, you, you wanna... shows, um, performances, the whole nine takes up by like two or three city blocks in South Philly. Oh snap! Yeah, how it's, many days? Two or three. It's, how many days? It's, it's one day. Well, one, one day. Two or three, bro. Two or three. Yeah. Ooh, this is from it's man, from from what? from like twenty great like twenty third Grace Ferry yeah. all the way down to like twenty first twentieth and South. You're right. It goes down South Street too. You're right. That's right. That's right. Hey, and really quickly before we go, I wanted to let y'all know something about these. Uh, you know, when we were talking about your status and reclaiming your status and stuff mm-hmm. like that, uh, and what that really means to America. Y- y'all, y'all heard they created that that uh, black identity extremist. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard of that. I, I never heard of that. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. I yeah, think, so, and, and, and this is what they're doing for people that's trying to do this, like black people that's trying to do what you're talking so, about. Yeah, so about what this. most people thought it meant was, you know, that black people are trying to get into extremist groups and, and they're terrorists and stuff like that. 
Now it just came out. This 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 reporter on the Young Turks, and we we covered this on the last Zoe What Show. Oh, mm-hmm. This reporter on the Young Turks found out. He found a he found a document that broke down what the Black Identity Extremist thing was really all about. Now I want y'all need to hear this. What they're I'm really scared ears. of. These niggas, they don't, they're not scared of you coming together in groups to terrorize people. Mm-hmm. That's not what they're scared of. The, the document mentioned the Moors and all these other groups, like we're talking about aboriginals, they're scared of you understanding your status and coming back and getting and, and moving away out of America. They literally said that they're, 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 their fear was that you're going to change the system of America. That's wow. their fear. And you would unify and change America, yep. change the system of America. That's why they see you as black and extremist or a threat to the system. Another Jedi mind trick. They do not want you learning the law in government because once you do, you're going to know who the hell you are. Yeah. And, and y'all going to get out of that shit. And there's so many people already coming at them like, nigga, we're aboriginals. But, Yo, we're Moors. We're this and that. And they're trying to get out of the system. They're like, oh, shit, this is going to be a threat if most of these niggas find this shit out because... You spend more money than anybody in the system. But, but you see, the crazy <laughs> thing to me is, I believe that it's inevitable for a change to happen, though. It's going to happen, and that even whatever they do, it's adverse effects to it. You know what I mean? That's going to benefit us on our side. I mean, just the way this whole shit works. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? To, you have to do a part two to this. Cause yeah, real shit. Yeah, we definitely got to do a part two. <laughs> well, y'all, y'all, y'all let me know when y'all when y'all want to do it, cause I'm I'm ready. But, yeah, just um, let me know. I'm I'm free. I'm I'm ready too, man. Tell me what to do. So. You know, like I said every week, you can find me where I'm at because that's where I'll be. Live from 205 is me, Cool Guy P. And real quick, um, I want to shout out my cousin Jordan. I was talking to him last night, and he is about to launch his own app. It's a dating app. Oh, shit. But it's a dating app that vets out any type of catfishing. And also, yeah, (laughs) yeah, like it's, it's, it's one of those situations where. On your profile, you have to post up three videos of yourself introducing yourself. Ah, yeah, okay. not not pictures, but straight video. And also, it's like he was telling me about it. He has a um, it's gonna be a feature for couples, not on the swinger side of of things, but just on the tip of hey, we can meet up, have wine at the crib, or y'all go out to dinner. But also the um. If y'all find like a a, destin- a, di- a restaurant destination through the app, y'all can get a discount at that restaurant. Oh, so okay. it's oh, called um, for, it's <laughs> called First Impressions app. Follow him on Instagram. He gave me some copy to read, but I can't read it right now because we're getting ready to uh, go off air. But stay tuned for next week on the No Vaseline podcast, only on WJMS Radio. We're gonna have some giveaways to give away, and that's just what it is. Peace. So um yeah just yeah uh-huh. I, I forgot my 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 sign off yeah uh with love I say fuck all y'all <laughs> <laughs> this no best league podcast we out all right peace out peace Joe. <laughs>